Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens one on Instagram. This is episode 667. We married world. What was that a little break part there for a sec? Man, holy, there's not enough time in the day. Hopefully, you guys, day has been a little less hectic than mine, but uh, good nonetheless. Top check. 710 count consumers to move. Cheers. Jason I Stone. Ready. 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 What's up, Mr. Green Fingers? Gonna get the fucking chat all popped out here. Live chat or top chat, live chat, please. So you don't miss any of the fun. First, trying to warm up. What's up? Thank you, Miss Kind for notes. Cheers to you, my friend. We just do something. Not first, your last. <laughs> Cheers, brother. What's up, Mr. John? Hopefully, you're having a wonderful day as well. Justin Bean might be an autopilot. Nice. What's up, Mr. Thunder Dan? Stony Rockefeller rolling in. Hell yeah. I love it when they take off like this. What's up, Stony? Am I number one? What's happening, my man? How much, man? How you doing today? Great. Hanging out in the garage, one o'clock in the morning. Seventy-eight. 80 degrees out. I was here yesterday, the day before. I think it's, it sucks, don't it? At least you got a nice, <laughs> good use of the bikes, uh, by the way. <laughs> right? <laughs> Love it. So I seen in one of your comments the other day that uh, you were kind of question mark before july you guys are down i'm down man i'm just saying for what july july 30th whenever whenever you guys i thought you should mention the fourth but uh it's all good oh 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 did you oh yeah 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 okay i'm sorry i'm (laughs) i was thinking about the the big clouds thing we're supposed to go back we're supposed to go up there and jam on the 30th. Right on. Hell They're yeah. having something called like see it live. I'd rather see it live. But, yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. So if it's not too far, but I don't know. I'm still working out the details with Adam. So I, I'm not getting, he hasn't been like, he asked for pictures of the band and all this stuff. And I, all right. And then, um, He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to come by and check you guys out. And I'm like, all right, yeah. We're over south side of Chicago, about a half hour, 45 minutes. In Roselle, you can come hang out. <laughs> or you could go to look at our Catachronic YouTube channel, the Eagles channel. and um, Many other. Yeah. Future and, Project. And Don't yeah, well, the Chad Westport show. All right. And... Um, yeah, that's it. And uh, so I'm still waiting to hear back. I don't know if he's coming out or if, what he's doing. <laughs> I still don't know if we're well, I hope he really does. playing. I mean, 
it sounds like we are, but I haven't heard back yet about, he wanted to give us some flyers or whatnot to post up on social media. He asked if we would do it. And I'm like, of course I would. I mean, you know. Why wouldn't, you know, it'd be his loss. It would be my loss, loss not to do it. Of course I promote our his loss. It'd be their loss if you didn't do it. Be, you know what I mean? If you, you well, know what I mean? It's yeah. Hang out. But, yeah, uh, we'd all lose. That's not what it's about. We're all supposed to work together and bring as much people in and have the best fucking party ever, right? That's what I'm saying. You know, that's what I, you know, basically, yeah. You know, how could you go wrong with having just a bunch of kick-ass fans there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Seems like you'd want to stack them. Got cheers right. to SoCal and the Fino Fishermen's popping in. I got to start taking, I got to start taking roll here. <laughs> in the show details before I forget. All right, here we go. Welcome, Fino Fisher. Hey. Welcome to your first We Nerd World, brother. I Thank made it. How are you guys? In. Cheers, brother. Good. Well, be growing. Well, growing on. <laughs> I taught you guys when I was doing chores, so I'm going to be doing some chores here. That's I saw you. Why not? I'll jump in with you guys. It's been a minute. I'm still. It's coming. It's coming. I've been working on a lot. Uh, it's coming. What you been up to, man? With everything. First and foremost, we need to ask Stokale what's up with him. Has his transition. There There's four of us. So, okay, I can only see. Yeah, you. If, if you swipe, if you're on a phone and you swipe to one direction, there, you can see four up to four, okay. and then if we get more, you got to keep swiping. <laughs> okay. Or if you swipe back, it'll just flip back and forth to the person who's talking. That's how the phone. Right up. How you doing, Stony? Cheers, brother. How are so you? Okay, Excellent. So Kel, he's being shy right now. Don't worry though. He'll he'll snap out of that. I'm so not used to it. That's why I'm I'm like, <laughs> did he did he butt zoom link us or what? Starting to one. We got the heads up. You were here. We were actually just hanging out in uh, in uh, Gus Gus's Discord, just shooting the shit and. Uh, we get the alarm and it's like, oh, he's on. Okay, see who's going to be first. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so that's a either a finely rolled joint or a cigarette. I've never seen this. This is a cigarette. cigarette. Yeah, I don't have. No way. Well, I do actually have finely rolled joints because I have the machine that does it. But I we were just talking about this earlier. I don't really smoke joints that much. It was in part of my thing, you know, growing up. Um, it was more of a, you know, a bowl real quick, take a couple quick hits, put the thing back in your pocket, and you kept on your way until you can do it again, right? So it was like every couple minutes maybe or 20 minutes goes by and you hit it again two times and 
So I kind of developed that pattern of smoking and it's, it's old habits die hard. Plus I smoke a shit ton of joints when I'm at Larry's because that's all Larry smokes. So there's no hey, shortage what time of joints. Is it for you guys right now. For me, it's uh, about 1 a.m., a little after 1. one. It's 10, o- 10 o'clock at my house right now. Lucky dog. I wish I could rewind to 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And the sun okay, is you still are. Yeah, all night. <laughs> oh, and that'd, be, that'd take a little getting used to, but yeah, it'd be fun. Thing. I don't know. So, what you smoking on up there, uh, Mr. Fisherman? Oh, uh, tonight I've been, it's been the, uh, I just finished testing around with my crosses of the Nux Bunny. And uh, the one I've been smoking tonight is the, Bionic Bunny, the GMO cross to Nugs Bunny, and it's nice. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't pop a lot of seeds that one, and I only ended up with a couple females. And uh, one of them is just, it's just GMO. I mean, I could probably, I wouldn't want to get the labels mixed up. I wouldn't be able to tell them apart. And they smoke, they're just the same plant almost. But there's one of them that's real interesting that I like that, uh, I don't know, it's, it's kind of weird. It's like, it's like something that makes you lazy, but excited at the same time. Does that make sense? It's a, kind of a unique smoke, actually. It kind of caught me off guard because uh, both of them are just really they smell like GMO and they look like GMO really GMO dominant but uh, the high on, on the one of them is uh, really really enjoyable that's what I've been smoking today um, the other one I'm really excited about is the Lime Fuel Aid crossed with Nugs Bunny and the Lime Fuel Aid is the sister of the mother of Nugs Bunny. So it's kind of an in-cross. Um, and that one has been my favorite that I've been smoking a lot lately out of those testers. Uh, really high energy, uh, uh, just like super high energy weed kind of like a shot of espresso and yeah that's been my main couple things lately and uh you guys probably already talked about it but what are you guys smoking on uh that's a good question i think i'm smoking no it is it's south beach from Lit Farms. I am smoking nothing yet. Yeah. Might be smoking this GG4 here. Fucking uh, SoCal is weird, man. He, we couldn't hear him, but his screen was actually lighting up like Zoom was registering. Did you see it? 
Because yeah. on my Zoom, like, like your boxes light up. His box was trying to light up. Yeah, but I, I saw him. It was weird. I don't know what's going on. I wonder if it's a Bluetooth thing. So, uh, could be. Could be. Green Fingers is stuck in limbo for some reason. I don't know. Must be a slow night. So this is uh this it was given to me by this great gentleman and his wife at Mendo in the Mitten, that same place we were just talking about earlier. And uh this is a hunk of the GG4 is what's left. Yesterday I was talking about that raspberry beret, but uh tonight it's gonna be that GG4. So nice. far, man. Excellent. All the way down. There's a butt of the Mac 1, the Raspberry Beret, the Garlic Breath, and some GG4 was in there. You know, all of them were really good. So, I, you know, he was a good meet and good, you know what I mean? I'm going to reach out to this cat and see if he wants to talk to us. They, they, were, they were there, right? They had a, a booth or whatever. Well, they were in the pictures with us in like Mendo Dope. He was wearing a hat and had kind of a, a beard. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he yeah. He had a wife. Yeah. I remember that, dude. About. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. I'm excited, man. I, I keep me. getting stuff from all you guys out there, man. And it's like, oh, I want to grow it all at once. So now I hear. I was talking to Thunder Dan earlier, and he's going to be doing the stuff you gave him and Smiley. So both of your, um, the Dank of Anthony, the DOA project, both of yours, and then your Chalumbian, he said. And then I think he got something else from Smiley, the Jack Skillington cross. So he's going to run all that. I'm like, oh, you fucker. Now you made me want to do it too. I'm like, I don't know. I had other stuff planned, but now I'm like, I'm fighting with myself, but I need to start doing something real soon because there's going to be a lull now. So <laughs> it's just too many beans. And I keep getting more caribou sent me. Well, last year caribou was going to send me this mango cross that he had made because DP was growing it. And I stopped at his place and I smelled like I could smell the mango, like, it was amazing, like crazy smell. And this one plant, and he had a, quite a few in there, and that one plant was overpowering everything. And, I mean, he had some lemon Jeffrey in there, which is a pretty stinky plant. And, uh, I forgot what else, but this fucking mango thing was just over. So I asked them, like, dude, if, you could, if I could ever get some of those, you know, tell me what I need to do. He's like, I'll just send them to you, you know. That was last year. So he called me, like, a week ago. He's like, I just want to confirm your address. I'm like, for what? He's like, well, I got those seeds. I'm like, those seeds, you know, that mangoes. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, so you're sending them now. <laughs> he's like, well, I told That's you, that. kind of but funny. I know he, you know, he's been going through a whole bunch of sh personal shit too. So, and I don't give a I, shit. I only laugh because I'm right there with me, with him. It makes me, me feel a little bit better because I've been a little lag since shipping some shit out. So that makes me that, that makes me feel a shit ton better, to be honest with you. Just I just wanted to say cheers to Buddy and Green Fingers. I didn't mean to cut you out. Cheers, guys. You know, that's fine. I was just going to say 
What's up, gentlemen? Howdy. Not much. Cheers, bud. Cheers. I want to give a quick shout out to uh see you guys. Are you guys I, at one point I think I have mentioned that I am constantly bragging about you guys and the show and stuff for people to come check it out that we're missing people are missing out on some great people and no no different today was no different i've been unfortunately at the auto parts store the last few days and i I pop in for the day, day three of buying parts and uh they this this cat chuckles at me a little bit. I walk in. I'm like, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to laugh. And we strike up a pretty good conversation. And somewhere along the lines of the conversation, cannabis came up. And I was like, you got to check out the show. And he was like, hell yeah. He subbed up right there at the counter. <laughs> hell yeah, man. This is my kind of shit, man. So shout out to the guy at the auto parts store. And same thing, it's tobacco shop, man. I went and stopped in to buy me some papers and shit. I'm like, you know, if you smoke weed, you might want to come hang out. <laughs> yeah. So can you hear me now? To the, yes. To the two gentlemen. Fuck, man. Fuck. What's happening, guys? You are now. Don't say anything, guys. Oh, I'm supposed to pretend like we can't hear them. <laughs> Pro tip. When, when doing dishes, don't drop your fucking phone in the sink. Duh. <laughs> well, you don't have the Submariner version? Right. Yeah, I, I didn't get that cool waterproof one. I thought they were all waterproof now. Wow. Well. Apparently not. I shouldn't take mine to the shower no more then. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even going to go there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a statement. I'm just saying I just shouldn't take it to the shower no more then. So how about them bears? <laughs> <laughs> he caught SoCal on an off night. There you go, dude. Yes. No, I just, I, I feel bad for the guy because I was just looking at his weather report. So. <laughs> One million degrees. <laughs> Only like a million and one. It'll be one million and melting tomorrow. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking about going down for a morning ride, and I looked at the weather, and it just said a hundred and holy fuck for like the next ten days. <laughs> <laughs> it gets hot around seven o'clock at night, like really hot. It's like, what the fuck, dude? The sun's gone. Why is it getting hotter? <laughs> the sun just the sun just slipped underneath your flat part of the earth and just hiding underneath underneath. That's what it feels like. It really feels oh, that's like cooking you from the underneath now. It's like a broiler. <laughs> that's what it does, dude. Like that fucking desert ground stores all that heat. And as soon as the sun's off it, it yep. fucking releases it. Yeah, then it gets humid a little bit, like 16% to 30% out of nowhere. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Well, that's because yeah. the cool air heating with the warm sand 
Yeah. In the fucking environment. If the winter time the sand is freezing. Like it's so cold, you could put your hands in there and like literally like freeze in the winter time. Summertime, you could cook something. So it's like, yeah. what the fuck? So I know I say this like a lot so far. So you you don't want to hear my seven day forecast though. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? 75 well, across the board all week. Kind of. Right. Tomorrow is the highest day there for a while at 89. Oh, wow. And then 76, 72 with low of 45 and 48. I'm good. <laughs> I can't handle that cold. It's half winter up here. That's cold as fuck for me, dude. I'm in a sweater and a hoodie and a hat and mittens and <laughs> good. I could handle the heat. Your blood's thin right now. That's why. That's been thin my whole life. Then shit, I'm fucking like a reptile. Like, gotta be cold blooded. Come out to the sun, then I get some energy. I'm like shit. Well, these wild drops we're getting 103 one day, 82 the next. 82 feels pretty fucking cold when you dealt with 103 all the day before, you know? It's like, holy shit, I could wear pants today. <laughs> Even though a month earlier, we'd have been sweating and dying. Like, oh my God, 82, fuck, it's hot. So it's it, wild. It, it, it looked like good weather at Wrigley this evening. Isn't that the town you're oh, in? Oh, yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? It'll be beautiful okay. down there tonight. Yeah, the dead fucking shredded off the hook. Best show of the tour tonight. I think it had to do with what was going on today because the set list had songs involving freedom and rights. Wait, were you and there? They, no, I, I get the stream package like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. For every show. So That's it's called cool. the Couch Core. I go. To, I went to three of the shows this tour, and then there's 19 shows. Tonight was the eighth. So Couch now they tour play here again tomorrow because martial arts yeah. is coming. And do they uh, come back yeah. here next week and play too? Or Eagle, are no, you coming no. to Illinois? Palm, Palm Pine Knob, I think, is where Eagles go. Pine Knob. But like Wrigley Marshall's coming up to yeah. hang out Wrigley up there. tonight because of the, I guess you'd say the Supreme Court thing. Yeah, they had graphics that they showed, you know, on the screens that were like protest. And even in the space, they had like a historic speech from like, I think the first time they passed it, but they were like, you they were using it as like electronic noise, but you could hear it underneath it. And I think it's the second time in six years they played this song. They opened with Women Are Smarter, which is a uh, Harry Belafonte tune from way back. Yeah, it was an epic show tonight. Said uh, Red Sutter Farms said he'll be there on the 29th too at that dead show. And CJ Apple, I actually uh, threw out an invitation to him, and because of work schedules, whatever, couldn't commit. 
but he's like, man, if I can break off, I might just yeah, come so party in the parking lot. <laughs> you, you and Marshall are going together, Marshall artists and you. Yeah. All right. Mar- me and Marshall artists are going to go have fun. And it sounds like hopefully I see Red Setter, like I said, Red Setter and Chad. Well, so he said he was there. bringing Skillbo and a bunch of guys. A couple of them are going to their second show. He took them to their first oh, show goodness. last summer, or I think something like that. It'll be a good one. Yeah, it just got sounded like it just got better. He said, "My yeah. will be on my oh my fifth show. Nice." be my first It'll be my first well, guys tonight billy strings played in north carolina and that was pretty damn epic widespread panic was at red red rocks and then the dead at rigby and billy like Strings. i really i realized music is like is when wild. over my life when shit's going on in the world like <laughs> bad shit or good shit or just big things in the world it always comes out in music. And yeah, tonight was shredding music. I mean, it's not I'm a good thing, but I think that the energy of the people and the music, like, yeah, it went down tonight. Buddy, you're all, you know, like all the shit coming to San Diego. I just saw a billboard yeah. tonight for a good fucking, who is it, dude? It's like, I couldn't, I was on the road and on the bike and I couldn't really read the billboard. But it looked like uh, I thought it said Leonard Skinner, but they're gone. No, but there's not. somebody from that era, like two bands coming no, together. Leonard well. Skinner is basically down to I think one remaining member, but they they got their thing back together. Gary right? Rosington's the last guy left. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's the library that counts, right? So, right, but who's coming? I thought I swore to God it said Skinner and somebody else. On the billboard, well, maybe it's ZZ Top because they're out touring too. Uh, that fits in that genre. A show I'm looking forward to in August is Tedeschi Trucks Band. They're coming to town, and oh yeah, that's they're a super. Up. That's like a 13 piece band, and they got their shit together. Yeah, they're phenomenal. Fuck, I'm gonna have to go ride and find that billboard now because I I made it I tried to make a mental note of like, oh dude, I gotta go look at the tickets for this show. Now I forgot who it was. <laughs> I think if you just Googled, you'd probably come up with the shows in San Diego upcoming or something. I'll just pick up the reader. Fucking look at yeah. it. Shit, they still have the reader out. It's basically a, a cannabis advertisement magazine yeah. at this point. Do you want to know where all the shitty dispensaries are? Yeah. The reader. <laughs> yep. So I got to thank you, buddy, for your, your care package, both for the fun stuff and uh, the beans. I wasn't expecting the beans. So thank you, my friend, for the beans. I just felt like the package needed something else in it than just that one thing. So I was like, well, I think what I send you, Limonada, that's a good one. That's one of the good ones from Mace Masonic. I've never had anything with the Wilson in it, so that'll be a a fun run. There you go. 
Yeah, I'm excited for you guys going to the show. I wish I was coming out and we could all partake, but fuck, it can only be in so many places at once. You know, that kind of fun, that kind of bond is uh, only achieved that way, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I got to Well, make like we're talking about event. events. I think a, a good way to make an event where, where I the we nerd world could meet up is at a show like as like a like uh the side thing like oh we all go to this town for the show but then we're all stay at this airbnbs and you know make more of it well i'm always down for music so <laughs> and there's always shows. So, Kelly, you, you do have to get your butt out here my friend for one yeah. of these shows as well, all all you guys, I'd like to see all all of us at some point have a, some type of big throwdown party. Well, like, well, hey, let's do it. How about you, Stoney? <laughs> Stoney knows what's up, like because that's what he's about, rock and roll, man. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Tell me when, where. <laughs> you know, right now it'd work out a lot easier for me if you guys would just come out here. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> send me the plane ticket i'm out there that kind of fun socal that kind of so that kind of fun socal might just be what breaks california into the ocean <laughs> well then we have to do it it's set in stone we, we're doing it <laughs> I'll yeah, tell you what, i personally been waiting for that day that i think that'd be the best thing yeah they're tripping Yo, I'll be on, on that liberal island. You guys can all go to Arizona or wherever, but I'll be on I'll my take own private island up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our tripping. Form my own navy, have my own fucking army. <laughs> you think this is strategio? Strategio. I know, right? You just fucking conquered fucking some island now you get to arm yourself all crazy hey bro it's like i've been saying if i ever pick six i'm buying a fucking compound (laughs) (laughs) not like some branch davidian shit but you know i think it's better to become best friends with somebody who already has a compound and then you could just like zoe your way in you know because when the shit hits the fan the door's locked and you're on the outside yeah, but you need a team. You need more than five people on your side. Even they, I saw a thing about compounds and rich people, and they assess it and all this. The weakness is the people that they have working for them because they got families and people too. And like they say that when shit hits the fan, most likely, yeah, they're going to have a mutiny on the rich dude and then take over his stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unless you take care of them. Take care of all your people. Make sure like they got a job. Like, yeah, but when shit hits the fan, it's no longer about job. It's about how much food and how many days worth of food you got, and how many how many people can survive off it. I hate you guys. I don't know if you know this, but the shit's been going into the fan for a lot of years. It keeps going. That's why the super rich are into the air space go into space they have more control over it there some bunker here 
nah, that ain't that safe in the end. It's sad when you think about it, though. They, you know, they must view it as the, like a plague. They're like, yeah, there's there's no cure. Just get the fuck out. We just need we to. <laughs> they like spider mites. You just fucking move. Just move. Burn the place down. Yeah. Burn down. Start over. Yeah. Three days they'll destroy themselves. Everybody. So then they come out three days later and there's nobody left. So it's like, that's all they wait for. Well, that's kind of a logical plan if you were sitting on $100 billion. That's a good subject. You know, Um, not just spider mites, but bugs. What what do you guys uh, like to do for IPM? I have become, I mean, I've tried a lot of different stuff, but uh, lately I've just been all about sulfur. I uh, make sure that I'm clean as fuck. I don't bring outside shit inside. Yeah. And I then mean, I don't have to do any of that other shit other than fungus gnats, but you can control those with several different methods, right? Use mosquito dunks and so on and so forth. I spend a lot of time uh, picking bugs off the plants outside. Yeah. It's about the I only have, I have bugs, fingers. bug issue and IPM indoors. And for all the years I do outdoor, whatever the heat, the weather, the wind, no, I never have to do anything. Maybe some BT toward the end if there's moth caterpillars. But BT, uh, bacillus I, my, friend. I'll take I'll take plants that I know had like powdery mildew a little or spider mites a little from indoor, and I'll put them outdoors. And whatever happens outside, it, Fucking nature takes care of it and the checks and balance. Yeah. I used to grow out. I use a a, a alternative between, I still use neem and veg and a a alternative between Lost Coast and then ladybugs are always around, always floating around. It just, They've made themselves at home here. So between the three and not taking anything and being clumsy, that's pretty much my IPM. Unless something goes terribly awry. Indoors, I have two flower rooms. One is two and a half trays. One is five trays. Five trays is on a perpetual. It never's empty. Something's always flowering at whatever stages. The two and a half tray room, it finishes... And I turn off all the air. I turn on all the lights. One night, it usually gets up maybe close to 120 degrees. Let it burn for a night like that. And then that room, nope, I never have any fucking problems. The other room, right now, I'm cycling through where I'm leaving trays empty because eventually you have to empty the room to do something about it. Or when it's perpetual, yeah, you're fucked. And so, like, yeah, I'm losing money, obviously, but in the long run, and I did this before, about a year and a half ago, emptied the room and cycled it through. And when a couple cycles, everything was good. But, yeah, when you can't clean, I think heat treatment's the best. Heat treatment like, is definitely really good. And another thing, um, 
that worked really well for me one time and it you can only really do it when you're doing like you were talking about where you uh you know you empty the room is um uh ozone yeah ozonated water super high parts per million i mean that'll kill everything if you get a, a good enough ozone generator in a room and that worked really well for me one time uh friend of mine that well not a friend of mine so uh, through a, a a dumb circumstance of not paying attention uh some brought root aphids into one of my rooms and those fuckers are i mean i don't give a fuck about spider mites after seeing some root aphids if you guys have never dealt with that count your blessings that's what the fucking worst but that's what we did we just cleared out you know i used uh a method to save a couple of my clones that were in there that I wanted to keep uh, with uh, horticultural oils. I forget the name of that shit, but and it never had root aphids, but they live in the soil. Is that what happens with them? They live in the soil, but then there's a stage of they have like five or six stages to their life. They're born pregnant telescoping birth and and uh like the adult stage looks a lot like a fungus snap so that's that's kind of why that's kind of how they crept in my room is i didn't see shit i thought i was seeing fungus gnats i'm like oh well fungus gnats i i know how to deal with fungus gnats that's easy and then uh like a month later i was like you see the different stages when they when they're little, they look kind of like a cross between an aphid and a spider mite. They look like a bloated spider mite with an aphid's butt. And uh, yeah. And then they I, get to a stage where they fly too, right? Yeah, the adults. And they'll be all over, just like a fungus snap, flying around in your room, landing on your plants. But their wings they sit different on their back instead of being instead of being like this they're like this but yeah they they that was that was the worst part. i've never had spider mites get in my plants believe it or not <laughs> everybody deals with spider mites i've never even had them yeah now me i've had spider mites a little bit of thrips once in a while when they used to spray the grove with helicopter spray, they, and that was what they were spraying the avocados for was thrips, and then I would get an outbreak, and sometimes powdery mildew, and that's been my whole life, a long ass time. But I've never heard of had these other. Yeah, things. well, you know, I've never had powdery mildew, but that's one of the reasons I really like the sulfur is that uh, it is like good for bugs and supposed really good for powdery mildew and shit like that too but you can't use it with oils you know in combination I'm a fan uh, of sulfur in in a lot of forms I I use Budswell guano the liquid uh -huh. that I've used for years and they reformulated it some years ago basically to take the stinky out of it 
And what, oh, what really? they really what they've really done is, yeah, they pulled the sulfur out of it. That's why it doesn't stink like oh. it used to. So yeah, I put like tablespoon or two in a you, gallon and shake it up it every better? week for a while before I use it. In my soil beds, I have the sulfur that is like meant for putting in the uh, sulfur uh, vaporizer burner. They're little, little teeny pellets. Pellet. They're sort of time okay. release. Yeah, I, I put that in my soil on top dress a little bit, little bit. Sulfur goes a long way. Yeah, but and Do you think I was I was, was doing that have the like on on my own for whatever reason. But some of these science guys that I heard come on Future Cannabis Project and some of these other shows have like talked about the importance of sulfur and also some of the terpene sulfurs responsible for some of that production. Filter. So. All for 100% effects, uh, terpenes. Yeah, I mean, most people would think of sulfur as a nasty thing and probably not as that important, but uh, I think it's pretty good, important. I actually That's prefer to just put it, though, I actually smart, feed the plant you know? through. It smells pretty bad. Uh, and, uh, Epsom salt. Just Epsom salt's a good source of sulfur, magnesium, you know. I'll use it when I was in cocoa all the time. I used to alternate between the Epsom salt and the molasses for the sulfur, you know, my cal and my mag between the two, basically. And for fighting powdery mildew, uh, spray your plants in, like in beds before you turn them back. Uh, even though it kind of looks shitty with the white powdery shit on the leaves it kind of looks like you have powdery mildew when you have like sulfur coated leaves but that shit grows off like i like by the time the plant's finished it's not like there's much sulfur leaves left even um yeah that'll kill that'll solve your powdery mildew problem it can't it can't develop on leaves that have sulfur on it uh, That'd be what good about- to dip, but that fogger, man. I just unless you're masked up, man. That's a fine particle to breathe. You know, you know. Oh, the, I can the little crock good. pot thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's too dangerous. Well, that's not dangerous. It's, it what just heats it? it up like warm a little bit. That little vapor comes off no. of it. It's oh, you definitely don't want to. I'm talking that about in. one of them little hand sprayers that the put thunder, out the mm-hmm. just. The fine, fine mist. Oh, yeah, like a you know, uh, micronizer. The mini well, the truth is, we should probably plugger. wear mask and eye protection at all, all the times. Time. Like, there's no no argument that supports not doing that. Even though, yeah, I had really good eyes. Twenty twenty could read anything. Some of it, I'm old, getting older too. But I never wore eye protection, and then. I don't know, around my 50s, the last 10 years, yeah, fuck, my eyes have gotten real bad. And I think some of it's from years of fucking Well, that's light. the thing, though. That's another thing right there, buddy, is most people think that eye protection is just for light. You know what I mean? But in fact, your eyes can absorb chemicals 
just like any other, you know, part of your body. I mean, they're terrible. You know, you'd be around alcohol vapors and shit like that. You'll find yourself fucking fucked up in a hurry. But the same thing with, you know, these fine, fine mists. You know, if you're not, you're, you can be wearing a mask and think, oh, yeah, I'm not breathing that in. But, yeah, you can be absorbing it through your ears and eyes as well. You know, it's. You well, that's know, one good thing with the commer- growth of commercial grows. Because they have to abide by, like, I guess, OSHA or, or, you know, guidelines to protect workers. And there's a lot of products and methods and tech that, well, some of it's expensive for a home grower. But, yeah, there's all that stuff. Like, we, whatever they make an employee do at a commercial grow is the same thing you should do at your home grow. As far as protection, because OSHA is just a bunch of fucking idiots sitting behind a desk that aren't actually out in the field having to deal with this shit. But you know what I'm saying? I don't mean the organization. I'm sure that's. I'm just saying the kind of thing where they have guidelines of safety for, you know, if they didn't have those things. Then can you only imagine the working conditions people would be under, right? I've had to do. The 40-hour class and the 10-hour class, OSHA certified. I spent probably, in the 40-hour, you spend about eight to nine hours just on face masks. That's all you talk about. Well, Stoney, you I learned, a, and, then, and then after that... the COVID thing came, because you could you used to be able to go to OSHA's website and pull up all the safety standards on every mask fucking available to a human being to protect you against certain things, right? And then when COVID hit, they took all that information out and they had one thing that said, we now follow the CDC guidelines for face mask safety. So in other words, even though we are the safety council, we're going to let the CDC handle it now. So I don't know if that information is back now. You work in high rise, right? So you have... A lot of I've rules in everything, industrial, safety, right? And and if you didn't have all that safety, there'd be a lot more people with injuries and stuff, right? I mean that whether you're electrician, whatever. So sure. as much as those organizations end up being bureaucratic and corrupt, the concept's good because greed will always like, yep, employers would fuck us over if they could. In this case, uh, Stoney, I think, man, that's almost them. That's a that's a frustrated post right there. You know what I mean? Because they're really trying to watch out for people's safety. And then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? They've been telling you know people all this time. Well, you need filters for this, this, and this. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? And now all of a sudden, this this little piece of paper will stop anything you know what i mean why do you right. need this filter for that other fucking mask you know what i mean when this paper will stop you know i get you well, you know what i mean and, and I think the, other, the, biggest, the biggest thing was this too was <laughs> the length of time you had that mask on while you were working you know now granted working you're gonna be breathing heavier you know especially doing what we're doing so they didn't have that, you know, it was just, here's the mask and you got to wear this fucking thing on the job all day, no matter what, you know? And I'm like, well, wait a minute. 
there's a length of time that we're supposed to have this on. You know, so we went through, that's how we found the CDC thing and, and OSHA didn't have any more rules to it. And you had to go to the CDC thing and fuck around in there. There you had no information. So there was a well, big, there was a big well, problem on a job site with, you know, a thousand it guys seems, in there. It seems the mass thing, like whatever side of it, whatever, but it's three years into this thing. I could understand at this moment when we were caught with, you know, without supplies for anything that we turned to that. But three years later, we're still basically dust mask and, and, and totally inefficient mask that really is. And you're useless. hurting yourself. No, you're actually damaging yourself after a certain amount of time with that thing on your face. You are creating a whole problem inside that mask with bacterias and, and shit starts growing really fast, you know, especially now in the summertime, I would imagine. I can't wear the fucking mask like that, but knowing what I know, going through the, the schooling on that, where they pounded it into my brain that this is how it's got to be done. And, you know, and I ran work, so I was responsible for these men. So if I was putting a guy in an area where, we have to get this done, but they're insulating right over here. Possibly some of this is going to get down. You need this full fucking head respirator thing. And we'd buy it, whatever, rent it, give it to the guy, hook him up. You know, we'd have to go through a whole safety meeting on how to use the equipment properly. So, yeah, there was a lot more safety stuff today than I'm sure, you know, back in the day when I first started, it'd be like, here you go, kid. Here's on one of these paper masks if you need it, you know, but I don't even know how many times I've cut concrete, fucking sawed all kinds of shit, no mask. It shows in my lungs today. That's for fucking sure. All that lime. Oh yeah. I know a cat that did that uh did concrete work his whole life. And x-rays in his lungs right now show like rocks. And his lungs from huffing in all that concrete fucking dust and shit, both cutting and fucking just mixing and whatnot. Fucking traits can be a bitch. I'm the best asbestos cutting and just demo. Oh man, I don't know how much shit I fucking breathed in fucking through demo process. Well, even as a kid, I love is just some mindless demo once in a while super fun <laughs> yeah no it is fun it is fun my but first dangerous. job or whatever is working for my dad who made custom picture frame molding but out of like really you know fine woods maple walnut co- coa and i would sand wood and i was about 12 or 13 the first summer i did that and holy shit I was like a kid with healthy lungs, all that. We, my dad would always tell us to wear masks, but maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. But so, sanding those type of woods, yeah, that shit gets in your lungs. It'll fuck you up, too. It doesn't always have to be a Walnuts, chemical. Terrible. Terrible for that right there. Oaks, not oaks, are terrible. And uh, Ayrton as well. I don't think people realize oak is as bad as it is. I hate really oak. <laughs> yeah i was around Give those guys some, putting uh, those hardwood floors that, dude sanding those floors you know because we're there we're on the second floor they let those guys run the first floor usually it's like sand away you know whole fucking first floor is wood all that oak 
and man, that dust comes right up the stairs and it's so fine. But yeah, there's just something in that shit that, you know, walnut, you know, there's not too many hardwood walnut floors going in. If you are putting them in, you got a lot of money. But uh, oh man, I've installed a few. I, I I can lay some hardwood. That's one of, one of uh, credits in my what I do there. But man, I fucking my cup of tea. What I really like to do and set you know and known for is my trim work. And I fucking bought all battery operated Dewalt guns just because I got fucking tired of never-ending drywall dust like laying base and shit i don't care how much they say that you know it's been clean or you it's always around the flooring and shit like that you know what i mean so i went and bought battery guns got rid of the dust that way and I, i was telling somebody oh somebody asked me to fucking do uh sweep up while i was there and I'm like, yeah, that's not my mess. <laughs> I like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't fuck around like that anymore, man. I fucking, I either teach somebody how to sweep correctly, you know, slow and right, you know, without kicking up or some dust, or I, I fucking vacuum. I don't fuck around with dust anymore, man. But, but it sounds like cloud, to, I, to me, I Eagle, you're a craftsman, and like. Like, no, I, well, like he's dad. an artist actually, yeah. dude. When if he's doing trim work, that's art. There's only certain people can do that. You, there's and, a lot of carpenters that can build and measure and do all that shit, but when they get into the trim field, you see it right away. And that's one of the like <laughs> well, long lost, lost arts that slowly but it surely, is. It's, well, like, it's still around though. It's always that's why I got out, buddy. That's why I got out, man, because the guy, when I first started in my trim work as an apprentice, you know, I fucking, I learned a lot through that get about joinery, you using no fucking nails to put shit together whenever possible, you know, wouldn't fucking, and man, it was just disheartening. And I mean, when I started with that gentleman there, Mr. Carr, you're watching. Shout out to you. Fucking awesome, dude. And uh, it was an unlimited budget working for the Mott family. You know what I mean? They, which they have Mott College. They got Mott all, all across the country, cattle, all kinds of shit. The good money, unlimited budget. And we've worked with like stacking trim. You know what I mean? Everything was trim on trim on trim. Everything was wide. You know what I mean? And uh, someday I have to show you something. I might even go out to my truck and grab some shit. So, um, yeah. So, basically, as I progressed in my, my trim career, kitchens, fuck, I've done some $100,000 kitchens. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? And then when you get to the point where you fucking... You can't do that anymore. And fucking people that you see, people don't want to put the money into it. People didn't want people, contractors want quick, fast, easy, same packs, repeatable from house to house to house to house. They don't want to fucking see that, you know, super nobody wanted to put money into it. It was disheartening. It was super disheartening. It was like, yeah. fuck, man. I gotta fucking well, just production. So I got a production trip. Vouch for this. But 
the whole, I'd say the whole California coast, but like I have a friend that's like you, craftsman, woodworker, mainly works on houses at the beach and shit. He has worked for the next so many years because those are the people that still spend the money and want to have their, and coastal houses are always need to be redone. These people have money and there's only a few people that do this kind of quality work. And the ones that do have so many jobs that they can't even keep up. I'll have to disagree with you on a little bit of that because uh, the first people to fuck you and try to fuck you out of the money that, that they owe you are those people that live on the fucking beach in La Jolla with the fucking 15,000 square foot house and the you know 25 car garage. They're the first one that's going to try so to fuck you out of the money. True. That's true. And try to work you down in prices as well. Come on, I got a bunch more work. Bend over backwards and give me fucking. Those aren't the real money people, then. The real money people, there's two kinds. And there's the ones that walk in after you're finished and look at that $290,000 trim job you did in that fucking library of theirs with Colford ceilings and fucking wainscot fucking paneled walls, all hand trim built on site. Had a full mill right built up on site. Fucking making trim. Yeah, you know what? I don't like the color. We can't just change it. We'll take it out and redo it then. Okay, how much? That's, that's where I started. Yep. And they that's write a I check started. and they hand you the check and then that's it. And then everybody's happy. And it's like, but then there's the other people who have that big, same big huh. house. Okay. But then they come to you and then they're nickel and dime you to death. Have you changed something 75 times and they only want to pay for the one time? And it's like, those people can't afford to be there. But uh, and most of the so, time, you're dealing with a contractor who he's the guy in the middle who, He's making his money by squeezing you. So when you're doing a super high end, you're the contractor is there, but those fucking homeowners are right in there with, they're not, you're not, they're not like, they're going to be there. They want to be there. Well, there's some people that appreciate the work and the art. They're fewer in number than. I'm talking like $15 million homes here. We're talking, you know, $20 million homes. These people live in these homes for two months and then they go to their other house in New York for two months and then they go to California for two months and their place there. Yeah. And all and each one's more expensive than the next. You know, yeah, that was my first 10 the, years this... of fucking fine work right there. And it was awesome. What you you know what I mean? That the first house that we did was well all of them were restoration projects they would buy an older home early 1900s if not 1800s unlimited budget tear it down to the bare bones boys and fucking restore it you know we actually fought a lot of historical societies because they would want you to bondo up and fucking paint and we'd be like hey uh uh-uh we're taking it down right to the fucking studs and we're putting it back with the same fucking materials in the same fucking shape and it will stand for another 200 fucking years. We're not going to fucking half-ass this shit. That's kind of, you know what I mean? And the same thing, we did this fucking, the one upstairs of this first house, 
And this is what I'll tell you about this money. This is the other side of that money right there, Stoney. Is yeah, they got an un- unlimited fucking budget for what they want. We'll go to the story. So finish this beautiful house. And somewhere, I know some of the pictures are packed away in that box right there. I don't know if I'm going to cut it open, but I got some pictures out my truck. I'll probably go get um, the first house inside and out studs inside brick pavers out front redid the fucking wraparound country porch cedar siding fucking cornices fucking redid all the outside inside outside plaster restoration fucking floors staircases several staircases got the upstairs all done brazilian cherry brazilian cherry floor to ceiling two offices done in full wood panels on the wall you know yeah. what i mean yeah, cherry and cherry, stack and stack yep. beautiful haven't seen them in six months they've been stoked all the the whole way through they like, come through and keep in mind this is christmas we are two years into this project. Oh, this is the one I, this is the house. If you ever watched, this is the house where I met my dad through whatever, getting a way off base. But anyways, they fucking, um, they come through. We've got two years in on this project. Heart and soul. Some of us 70 hours a week, fucking stripping, whatever. You know, it, it's a beautiful house. Right? You have to see uh, with a lot of history to it, too. Uh, they come through. We're fucking following them through. There's six of us, six, seven, you know, sucking in all the, that, that, that a boys, one, that a girl, painting. <laughs> and uh, hoping for that Christmas bonus. You know what I mean? And, uh, they come walking through and they're like, yeah, this is beautiful. We got an amazing job. Amazing job. You guys need anything for Christmas, any time off, anything like that. Just go ahead and take it off. Unpaid, of course. No bonus. And by the way, we do love the, the the Brazilian cherry. Everything looks outstanding. But could you just go ahead and put it in walnut? Tear it all out in walnut. I still to this day have a lot of that Brazilian cherry around. I've made furniture out of that shit. None of that shit. Went <laughs> and that's the money, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, right to the dumpster. I'm like, that shit, none of that shit's going to the dumpster. Every board I pulled off is like, you can put that right in my truck. Oh, <laughs> uh, you would have loved this building that we did then because it was like I said, it was eight million dollars, 10, 20 million dollar units. I mean, famous people, and um at the end, they had two floors still that they were always going to be unfinished they were still deciding the hotel wanted to get them for some private suites or if they're going to sell anyways they stored all this shit that 
they would get like this custom like limestone tiles that are like three inches thick, you know, like these almost looks like the fucking uh, Egyptian fucking flooring, you know. And then the people would get it and they put some of it in mock up because they learned. Oh, let's mock this up. We'll just drop some stones in place. And people would come in. Yeah, we don't like that. Well, great. We've got like 17 fucking pallets of it. Well, put it on fucking the 18th floor. We'll deal with it later. So now they call us down in there like, hey, guys, I mean, this shit here is paid for. These people paid for it. They just didn't want it. We can't just return it. So it's either going to go into garbage or you guys take it. But it's got to get out of here by the weekend. Oh, dude. (laughs) I know guys that have white marble fucking bathrooms in their houses like a palace (laughs) you know because they went and they scooped this up i had no place for anything i just grabbed like these towel holders towel racks toilet paper holders that were like the the toilet paper holder just that and it wasn't none of the spring thing it was just a little arm you know you just slip the toilet paper on it 380 bucks just for that little chrome looking thing. And that was going back 20 years now. So <laughs> I haven't was- painted in a very long time. And I was, and, and I'm still, you know, on a personal level, I can cut and paint fucking in anything. Beautiful painter. I never, I never did it as like an everyday job, but as, you know, things that are on the list. I can paint. And at one point when I opened my own business, you take everything. You know what I mean? I talked about that all the time. You buy a little bit on every job, one tool on every job, make yourself versatile, more versatile and faster. I always told myself, I might not do it this time, but next time I get a painting job, this is good. You know what I mean? Whatever. Buy something every time. I had this one lady did this one job. Painted a few rooms in this house, and she couldn't just she just couldn't get color schemes. No matter, you know, we're talking this is mid nineties. There's not necessarily a whole lot of computer click click click. This is how everything looks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking, I painted some of these rooms in this house three fucking times. She'd be like, I just can't see it. Oh, 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 I don't like it. And then could you just, we'll try yellow and whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I literally oh, fucking yes, I took that check and went back to, you know, fucking the home base, put all my tarps, paint shit in a fucking pile and fucking burnt that shit. I'm like, I'll never paint again. Fuck that shit. <laughs> it never took another painting job because of that job right there. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck that shit. I, I did one. One time. And I, I'm glad that it was a... Uh... All right, well, why don't... I'll tell you what the... the girl, it was a girlfriend of mine. But it was her sister's place, right? And she was renting from her sister. And... Uh, so I talked to her and she's like, fine, I'll tell you what, you, you paint that bedroom. And if that comes out good, then I'll pay you to do the rest. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, man. Paint this place. Fuck, two bedrooms, a bathroom, living room. Kit. 
no problem. Done in like three days. Fuck that, dude. Because I get like, I want to see a perfect line. So the masking like took forever just to go down a wall. I'm like, holy fuck, this is taking a long time. Like, I could have fucking drilled this thing out, boxed it, piped it, and pulled the wire by now in it. I'm like, not used to spending that much time in the room. Yeah, I was in there fucking like almost all day. I was younger too, but I was like, she's like, oh, wow, you did a great job. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I- I'm busy at work now. I'm going to be working overtime. I can't do this job. Sorry. <laughs> fucking hire somebody else. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm listening, but I'm going to sneak over to my truck real quick. My All right. Yeah, grab it. Yeah, because that's some artwork shit there. Those guys, the trim carpenters are always the dudes that were the ingenuity of the of the show when they show up. The last house I painted, we did uh, full on, you know, gut and remodel on, you know, inside, outside, the whole nine yards, right? So I told them before the windows go in, I wanted to paint the house, the, the exterior, you know, that way we don't have to fucking cut around the windows, we don't have to deal with all that bullshit. Took her three weeks to figure out her paint color for the outside. We paint it, get the windows put in. She goes, I don't like the color, repaint it. Uh-huh. Said, all right, well, that's going to be another, you know, it was like 5,600 bucks for the paint job. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to pay for it. I just want it, you know, I don't like the color. Just go get a different color. That was the last time I ever fucking painted a house. That shit, we went back and forth for three days about, you know, hey, it took you two weeks to pick your color. And now you don't want to fucking, you don't like your color. Now you don't want to pay me to redo it. It's not like I can just go down to the paint store and the paint's going to magically jump out of the bucket onto the walls like that, you know? Oh, it doesn't? No, apparently not in San Diego it doesn't. Maybe there, but not here. That was also the same house where uh, the guy I was working with got extremely fucking sick because of the, uh, the flooring. Doing the wood floors they bought that lumber liquidator shit. And he was cutting it with a chop saw because it wouldn't cut with a regular snap cutter. And uh, he ended up getting a gnarly lung infection from that wood. Hmm. No shit. Yep. That was right there. I on fucking the hate myself right now. But because I can laugh at myself as well, I will tell you guys stupidity my stupidity so you can laugh with me why i laugh through the pain right now oh just under the kneecaps it feels like somebody just smacked me with a ball bat right across the fucking shins oh yeah oh, no. Trailer no, 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 no. But that hurts. Hey, I'm sure if you've ever done that, that hurts just as badly. So it kind of was like, you know how when somebody stands behind you or you when you're a kid, somebody would kneel down, somebody would push you over and you fall backwards. I just did that pretty much frontwards. I just stepped outside and I literally stopped and looked around and went, 
man, it is fucking dark as fuck out here. You couldn't even see. There's three vehicles right there. You couldn't even see one of them. And I thought, nah, I can find the truck. And I fucking start like kind of walking through. And you know them DeWalt job site stackable. You can stack the toolboxes on them and you know use them for their own dolly. There's one of them sitting in front of one of my vehicles I forgot to put up. Because I live out in the fucking country and I don't fucking think about that kind of shit. And fucking, <laughs> I fucking went right over that thing. I hit that thing. It was backwards. And so you could tip it over. I flipped right over that motherfucker on the way to the truck. Told <laughs> 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 shins fucking hurt like a motherfucker from rolling over top of that bitch. Ooh. And I, I assume this is because you were rushing out to your truck and back because you didn't want to not be off the show too long. Yes, I don't know about that, but just yeah, just to push through what I some told me, like I said, go get the flashlight, but I was like, nah, nah. oh man, I'll be feeling that. <laughs> Yeah, I just caught my knee on the license plate holder on the front of the car this morning. That felt good. Oh, yeah. You guys ever forget you have a trailer on your truck? You can just go run behind your truck real quick. Bing. All the fucking day of my life. This thing's been in my truck for like <laughs> 10, 15, maybe even 20 years. I haven't used it in a long time. I mean, open it in a long time. Even pages are crunchy. <laughs> these are these are like more like projects from like fucking around and things that I used to like sell, kind of. Mm. It's like a walnut clock. Uh, Yeah. Oh, a little oak table, huh? Legs and all. Pressure chest that I built for my daughter. Oh, that's badass. And uh, here's like the. Uh, oh, I used to, I I loved inlays, stacking woods and shit like that. Like there's the handles there that I you know I'm fucking router now. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, here's the uh this is a toy box that I built for my oldest daughter. Or uh no, this is Courtney's box. This is Courtney's box. This is uh the toy box right there. Huh? Yeah, that's fucking sick. This is it as I when I was building it out in the yard there. Uh, so I like to bend, bend and round and mix woods and shit like that. Oh, these are uh I used to build checkerboards for a minute. <laughs> And uh, so custom, like, table and chairs, you know, the checker pieces and everything, which moved up to chess boards and, you know, chess pieces, hand-carved <laughs> chess pieces. 
Uh, here's a, this is a kitchen table that I built <clears throat> at one bolt at one point out of uh, some maple floor that I stained cherry. I built that bench as well. So that was the family dinner table there for a while. And then it's hung around for a while. I got bored and I took some of that Brazilian cherry and I in, in, inlaid our, our last name, the, the letter of our last name, which is H, in the table there with, uh, with a vine, you know, or border around it there. So. So, oh, here's a hickory. This, I, I did a, and I hope there's pictures of that floor in here. I did a, uh, this guy, it was a hickory floor with a walnut band. We did the guys, uh, like a walnut band around it and did the, like a custom logo in the center of it. But I took the, what he had left of the floor and I took and built him a table. <laughs> Kitchen table out of the floor. And... <clears throat> So, like some little fucking knickknack shelves and shit like that, you know, little fucking fucking around the ground. But he just got bored. Doors. I build some doors. Oh, on top. I can do raise panel, all that good shit. <laughs> Did entertainment centers and shit like that for a while. Big screen TVs and there's a another entertainment center here as well. Fucking shit like that. Uh, here's a oh, that's one of mine. My personal entertainment center. This thing was like fucking like ninety two, maybe ninety five. <laughs> so like yeah working nice little like a wall mantle there stack some trim see that's what i'm talking about stack 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 and like trim you know what i mean shit like that like the 20 the 20 inch crown moldings and shit around the fucking living room and <laughs> some crazy shit you guys can talk about cannabis why I show pictures. I don't give a shit. So, Eagle, when I buy I'm trying my new to house, hog the night, man. just like an old keg. Eagle, when I move and buy the new house, you want to come over for a couple of weeks? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, wall cabinets. I've made all this shit, raised panel, the doors, you know. I can actually make my kitchen cabinets. And install or uh, whatever, you know what I mean? It's like little wood boxes like this and shit, little fucking little walnut pine inlay there. Also, on my with my own company there. First house I built under my own company there. I'm proud of that. 
was a house after it was signed in. You guys are bored of this shit. Just say something. <laughs> the opposite. This is great seeing all this stuff. Yeah. No, I'm muted right now. Fucking with this drum while I watch you. Yeah, no, it's like wood porn. <laughs> Another curio cabinet I built right there. And I built these at CD Towers. Uh, there's a, a better picture of one of them right here. So these CD Towers right here back in the day when CDs were big, I'd make these like standalone out of wood towers. No metal, you know what I mean? Couple different sizes there next to a key pick. I built all the all the above in that picture. Custom picture frames. <laughs> Shit like that. Oh, here's some like uh some frames where multi-tone, you know what I mean? Maple with a cherry inlays. That's my my beautiful daughter right there. Me when she was a baby. <laughs> That's how old this fucking picture is. She was a baby in that baby. Well, they want me to big screen this shit. Alright. So, here's like uh, another clock. Oh, that's sick. Uh, I built... <laughs> shit like that different versions or different looks of the clock like in my shop and shit I love that high lacquer lacquer you know what I mean to me that high gloss is right. money <laughs> hey when, when we make some drums hey, anytime I did for Micah work for a fucking long fucking time too. Here's like a custom custom closet units. <laughs> and shit like oh, whatever. Garbage cans. Make you like wood garbage cans and shit like that. You know, see what I mean? It's all you notice. You notice there's always stacked on stacked trim on, you know what I mean? I've never gotten that away from. It's got to be bigger and better. It's got to be. Yeah, bigger. but it looks awesome. Right. It's done right. The uh, splice rack that you can only see part of. Again, all multi wood. That's cool. The color. You yeah. should scan all those pictures in the digital portfolio. Uh, man, this isn't even, you know, like there's a, a walnut cabinet, a built-in wall cabinet right there I put in for this lady. Uh, these, are, these are some of my favorites right here. This is a, a vanity dresser I built out of cherry. Wow, that's pretty nice, man. Dovetail drawers and shit like that, you know. Yeah, old school. Oh my gosh, you guys got to see this. 
this is a shoe rack I built for this sweet old lady that had an endless, endless, endless supply of shoes. <laughs> two of these, two of these, which I moved down a flight of basement stairs myself because they were built in a fucking garage. So this is the inside. <laughs> yeah. Of like one side, they're four by eight units, like this. Oh my god! That look like this on oh. the inside. Well, I know how many plants I could fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> Downstairs by myself. This project right here, I fucking uh, I learned to get people to sign stain and color samples that way when if anything ever happened like this they i can go remember this sample right here you signed this is so she wanted a tabletop you know an upper half to her desk built right here so this is what i built and the color she chose and I even took it on a wood sample there and took it and she signed the wood sample. This is what it's going to look like. This was what it looked like when it was on top. You know what I mean? Oh. So, yeah. Customers yeah. signed everything after. This is a... <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's work, you know. It's, it happens. Another cherry bookshelf I built right here. That's really nice, man. So, yeah. This side. So as you can see, again, stack, stack, stack. I can't get away from the stack, stack, stack. This is a, a, a again another like knickknack shelf I built. I got into a phase where I liked it. I started incorporating glass into my shit. Yeah. Very fucking nice. That is really cool. Now, are you still doing this stuff or no? Or I still I still have all the equipment. It's, you know what I mean? But I you're not. The, no problem. Eh, if the money's right. Oh, this is like, damn. I don't <laughs> want to bore you guys. It's getting late. But yeah, that's, that's some of the shit I'd fuck around with. That's not even getting into... Like what's packed away? That was just shit I threw in my truck. Uh, right. But that's not like the the main bulk of, you know, what I would show customers or past work and shit like that. That's all packed away. But eh, that's kind of stuff I did. You know, when I when I go when I put the nail bags on and serious about shit. That's the type of shit that I like to do right there. Very cool stuff, man. Like I said, it's uh, it's an artesian out of all the construction. I mean, I'm not talking painting and shit, but like the actual building and putting together of things. That is definitely the art, the artist part of it. Like you can't, like I said, you can still have the skills to cut and hammer and read a tape measure and all that, but you got to like know beyond that tape like there's things that the tape measure is not going to give you like you need to know this little thing here or you know and you guys could put shit together like and make it 
fit so perfect and tight that you can't even tell that it's two pieces, you know. And that's the and, shit. When you see and, that, that's when you And the like, whole art of lacquering and sanding and getting getting that part. I'm sure all those had that. I, done I right. said at one point and during one episode, I was like, man, if you guys really seen, you know, some of the shit that I do, you guys might be going. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing fucking around with cannabis <laughs> but the thing of it is i just kind of got tired of breathing in that dust you know the, the lacquer chemicals you. you know what i mean i i loved i still you know i'm passionate about it the all i've said this a million times if i could build the all my ultimate structure you know what i mean which would be a good size pretty much pole barn probably something right around fucking 40 by 60 something like that maybe 40 by 80 <laughs> you know what i mean i would maybe like to divide it up by into like, oh it would be a fucking it would be uh, by 60 80 something like that i think i'd be happy i'm just that. saying it'd be almost a, saying a, it, but it keeps getting bigger as you keep saying well maybe it, it would be a, it would oh, I'd be almost a compound for me. I want like a 40 by 40, you know what I mean? Four rooms, a veg, three flower in that area. That'd be my grow. And a 20 by 40, I would have my my gym set up. You know what I mean? I can roll, punch, live, whatever I wanted to do. And then that final bay. Because the, the, the gym would be like that buffer, dust buffer. You know what I mean? Basically. But on the end of that would be the, the full door, the shop. Everything set up, you know, fucking big U. And I, all my equipment, it's always been on wheels. So I can like push it to the wall. Oh, I'm using the, the planer, the joiner today, which I've got both right here in this room pushed up against the wall. Fucking big old fucking craftsman joiner from 1920. On wheels, I pull it out, fucking use that bitch, hook it up to the vacuum. I, everything hooks up to the vacuums. I'm that big of a fucking whiner about that shit. Every tool hooks up to a vacuum. Use it, push it back. You know what I mean? Oh, I need this table saw push it up to the table there's a central work table so it's a kench table the same height as everything else you know what i mean yep uh, you know what i mean same thing with the router table if i need an extra push 12 feet i just push it up to that table and it's a good you know what i mean but yeah everything's on wheels for space reasons you know i want to fucking ultimately like a 32 feet you know what i mean i want to be able to push 16 feet through a saw or whatever you know what i mean if not then i want to be able to roll that shit outside but eh, that's that's the dream structure right there a grow a gym woodworks you i don't think i'd leave fucking doordash might be my best friend at that point <laughs> <laughs> lumber truck and doordash i was looking at these um uh I guess it's a kid home. Menards had them, but it's an actual brand. They just carry them, but it's like everything comes together. You just got to build it. You got to have the land, build the foundation. But they had some, they had one that was like 
a five car garage, five and a half car garage, maybe, but it was like almost double deep. But then it had like a second floor to it with a kitchen, a bedroom, a living room, an eating area. It's like, man, that was cool. So you could virtually do anything you want with it up there, though. You know, if you wanted to, you could make it like a gym upstairs, like you said, have all that shit right there in, in one spot. Pretty affordable at the time. I'm sure now it's. That extra roof truss that you're talking about, that mother-in-law apartment or whatever you can use up there is priceless. My, it's, it's worth the extra. You just doubled your space. You're right. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, it that? was, it's advertised as a garage, uh, apartment garages or, you know, but yeah, I mean, I was like looking at one of those, like, fuck, I just live in that thing. <laughs> Call that the mother-in-law apartment. <laughs> That's where you, she she comes to say she can stay in the garage, that apartment above the garage, out there. <laughs> I've done quite a few of those in some bigger houses, you know, where the they're kind of wealthy, but the, the mother-in-law's, you know, she's moving in too. So he's like the masters over here, the mother-in-laws. The in, they call it the in-law suite. That's what it was. We'll put the in-law suite on that side where the kids are. I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> you know, the, the in-law suite for me is called, uh, I call it the Motel 6. <laughs> uh, I didn't build no extra room for the in-laws. Fuck that. <laughs> that's an extra room I can use for plants or you know, like Eagle said, you know, a gym or a woodwork wood shop. There ain't no room for freaking grandma out there. Anymore, I almost think that's just what it is to be sold to the wife. I think that at some point these days, it just ends up becoming the man cave. <laughs> you hang out of the garage, you got the apartment above, you fucking whatever. It's the new man cave in some cases. Right. Now, I've been thinking about getting one of those steel buildings and uh, adding that to, like, adding on to the garage with one of those. I didn't mean to get all crickets there. We got crickets. Typing in chat. What you working on there, buddy? What you breaking up? Well, I had a little issue where uh, some bud got seeded from me missing a mail like I didn't pull it out in time and this is uh Mendo punch that I've grown for a few years from symbiotic but it has a few seeds in it which I've been saving because who, who knows I'm not like a seed maker but it I know what made it a male banana guy nice 
some strain of Masonics. That, that uh, it was me going out of town. I saw the males and pulled like the two or three, like the Friday I was leaving. I missed one. And when I came home on Monday, yeah, I wasn't sure it sprayed them, but it did. Which, uh, yeah, I got a few different varieties that now have uh, banana god pollen on them. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Maybe maybe something good is in it. I'm gonna crack a couple and see. It will only be the second time in my life that I ever uh, saved seeds from a ish mistake I had or whatever. Years ago, I had one that was Blackwater and Deadhead OG, and I called it Deadwater, and yeah, I ran that thing for like five years. It, it was different than the black water. And it was from me making the same mistake. Missing a male. <laughs> like, or you could have one like I had the other day there, buddy. Just that fucking six inch male. I, I was, I showed him, I cut him off. I, I was had a plant in there. I was getting ready to harvest, and I was looking at it, and I, I looked at it again. I, at first, I thought the, like a lower herd, and I'm like, motherfucker, there's a male there. I had been sitting in the room smoking, and I flung, I flung some seeds in some pots and didn't realize it and one of those little soldiers popped up and went through the process and was he was like a six inch male just fully covered in sacks man couple of them opened I'm like Jesus I couldn't even believe that happened uh, well sneak in man uh, on the good in. side of it you know some of the great genetics the the story is like I guess what we call this an accidental pollination. Like you know, we weren't intending to do it. Sometimes that is that's where the unicorns or things that have become special is found. So because oh, as far as the value of the flower, oh, next to nothing. No one wants seeds. How much? <laughs> how much? You're okay. Growing? I'll talk to you later. Uh, yeah, I, you don't have to talk to me. I got you. No, I'll, I'll, I'll message you later. See these two little girls? Yeah. They are fully seated. Fucking well, fully I know seated. you're into that. Dad in my backyard. Like, what the fuck? Fully seated two little girls over there. I'm the opposite. Like, yeah, it's happened a couple mm -hmm. times. So sometimes it was what I referred to as late Hermes where I'd get seeds and then a couple times this happened where I missed the mail, but that's in like decades. Like I, I try to grow seedless weed. Like that's my goal. I've never grown. Which means, weed. yeah. This well, is my first year on you accident. should try it sometime. I did. <laughs> I tried it before and then I got robbed. That was the year I got oh. ripped. And like that turned me off ever since then. Because people didn't want the seed. It's 
they were like, oh, fuck that. So I never got hit by nobody until I grew some seedless shit, put it out there on my fucking Instagram. Well, if you you really get your thing down, you could just seed one branch. I mean, I've never tried to do that, but I know people that, you know, that way you like save the pollen or use this bag trick. There's all these tricks. So if you really are set on trying to make a, a few seeds, you can do that and still have seedless. That's crazy though. I tried and I couldn't get it to pollinate. It pissed me off. I pollinated three different times and then fucking the plants were fucking finished and I fucking did it early enough and only got five seeds out of it. I was like, what the fuck happened? Pissed me off. And, and like, well, excuses are just that, but over the last couple of years that I've been cracking a lot of new varieties, I'd probably say like, 80 some percent, maybe even higher, are feminized, right? And only a few are regs. And no, well, I had these different color tags that I would use in the past. I'd stick a fucking red tag in the plants that are regged from then I could see it. I didn't do that this time and it got me. But that happened two two months ago. You know what I mean? So what are you going to do? Cry over spilt milk? Yeah. No. Spilled milk's a bitch if you don't have six dogs to take care of it or 20 dogs. So three of those lemon tree pops. got pop in there? Three of the lemon, lemon tree, tree. Or four of them. I see another one right there. Well, green fingers because James sent me a whole bunch of new autos that I asked him for, different yeah. than the ones he gave me before. And ne- next week, I'm, I'll send you a few of these autos. I don't think, say that word anymore. What I think... Say it one more time, you, he's going to appear. You'll have some success with them in your particular heat and situation. What are these ones? These are the, I don't know which ones these are. I gotta get the pack. TK times TK, NL5 phase times yeah. one. So You'll got find good things in there. Look for the tall one. The tall one, this, the one that smells like lemon more. Yeah, I see one of them so far. Maybe two. It looks like it's struggling. One of them, three of the lime, what, what the hell did I say? But lemon tree times sky cover fish or sky cover, whatever. Still got a scap yeah. on. I don't know much about it other than, than when I was hanging out with Trevor, Sun Grow Meds at Free Seed Day, which he had these other packs that he was giving people. He get you know, like five minutes before he left, he gave me like must be like two or three hundred seeds in a Ziploc bag that says lemon tree sky color Kush. I've never, I haven't DM'd him and said, oh, well, it's a no brainer. It's lemon tree sky color Kush, and I'll grow it and see what else. I have a bunch of them. I sprouted about a month and a half ago, two months ago. 
I, I think if it come from Trevor, he used like ethical breeding. Wasn't just some shitty threw together for the moment, you know? Get inside. It's Frankenstein. Trying to talk in chat as well. It just still looks hot out there, Green Figures. Oh, uh, 91. Is that hot? For being this late at night, that's fucking hot. It was yeah, 122. Yeah. The highs, the lows was 81. Is that in the grow room with the lights on, or is that just fucking where you hang out hot? <laughs> this, is, this is outside in the, by the front, up on the, in the shade right here. Well, I don't um, know how many miles it is from you, but I spent a couple years in a prison in the 90s called Calpatria, which was by... Oh, yeah, my, my best friend's mom used to be a... Uh, security there she was well strong woman it, like the inmate or the people that took certain meds were not allowed to leave the building even for meals or anything if it if it was over a hundred and there'd be this like five in the morning when it was chow time it was still over a hundred this place averaged like 128 degrees and for months on end it wouldn't get under a hundred in the summer. That yeah, that was that's, my that's only experience. And I spent two years in that fucking hell hole. It was so fucking hot. It was like Yeah, that's pretty bad over there. It's the same heat over here, pretty much. Oh yeah. Yeah, what do they call that? Bali, Valley. There's some Brawley. town out there. Brawley. Brawley. Yeah. Yep. Well, and then on the, the other side too, there's uh, Sentinel at State Prison, which is just as fucking hot and miserable. Well, pretty much all the ca- 32 of them in California. There's only like three of them in like places where you consider it to be good weather. Either Donovan, right? Probably pretty close to you or down there is Donovan, San Diego border. And then San Luis Obispo. And even you could say San Quentin because of the coast. But then the rest of them, holy fuck. Worst places you could be. That's kind of the point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, the gel wasn't bad. The and Indio shit was seventy degrees all the time, like fucking freezing cold. Well, even the place I was, the buildings were fucking ice boxes. Yeah, we had. Well, yeah, one, definitely... they knew they knew that if if you keep a bunch of violent people in an ice box, you have less violence. This is fact. That's a fact. <laughs> I mean, it really is. You know how much car, how much traffic 
fucking road rage is actually road rage right now. And in wintertime, it's just like a middle finger and a fuck you. But like right now, it's like get out and stab somebody or shoot somebody. Boys, boys, you've not been here in the wintertime. The road rage here is 10,000 times what it is in the wintertime than it is in the summer here, bro. And I can tell you this much. Being a California guy, when I've been in any of those East Coast big cities, when you talk about driving, the aggressiveness, how people are, how they interact, oh, they ain't shit out here, dude. Like, people here don't do any of that. Like, they're some rough and tough shit, dude. For real. (laughs) Yeah, winter is a road rage fucking... It's a... We have a people of, that can't drive. We have in a it. quarter inch of rain, and and they'll like report. We break records every season. In like one afternoon, they'll have like three hundred and eighty-five accidents, where the normal day is only fifteen accidents or something. Like yeah. it's it, it's this weird thing where people, when it's Bank drivers, yeah, drivers I, right there. God, you guys need to learn how to drive, guys. No. As Californians know how to really drive. So there's other, you know, a lot of it is they sell like what they call California tires to people in California. I mean, we, we don't have the same kind of. Some people can buy better tires to have for good all all season. But a lot of California cars just have like summer tires on them. And when it gets yeah. wet, yeah. yep, yeah. it's yeah. like slipping and sliding. And then because the roads are super slick. Yeah, because of the buildup of the fucking oils. Well, but still, that sounds like that sounds like some salesman shit. It is. (laughs) Oh, California! Oh, you gotta have a special California. You get the good and air and everything. The what is that shit? The helium. You don't even use air. Fucking little green tip shit. What is that? Oh, the nitrogen. What is it? Nitrogen. Yeah, nitrogen. When I used to race go-karts, we didn't put air in our tires. We put nitrogen. But the reason there is it it wouldn't have, like, if, if you used oxygen and you'd go out, once you warmed up, you would have your tire pressure, like, go up, like, whatever yeah. percent. It'd blow uh, up. Pounds. Right. So with nitrogen, oh, that window was, like, one pound, where with oxygen, it'd be, like, five pounds. So. Right nitrogen it was it 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 doesn't you gotta do that out here though where we live otherwise you'll get a boob on your tire if you leave it on the pavement side down it'll fucking literally pop aside on it'll start to pressure out you'll just get a big old fucking bubble on the side and be like what the fuck it's like yep too hot today the ground got to 140 it's gonna melt your shit (laughs) like my shoes yeah, that's a great story. Oh, dude, it was wild. Still to this day, I could feel myself just like, am I moving right now? Fuck, I am. I'm sliding down the fucking, in the middle of summer. It felt like I was in winter. Like I was just, you know, if you're on a little incline, and you just start feeling yourself kind of drifting a little bit. And I was like, look down and I see my shoes just melting off. The soles are coming off. I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck. I'm walking across the fucking street. Thank God the street was only four lanes then. This was like 1988. So, yeah, Vegas was nothing like it is now. 
Not even close. No, literally, it was the one little strip, and then the old town. This tea. Well, it, Aladdin, right? You get to Aladdin, yeah, pretty much. That was the end of it. Poof, nothing. And on the other side of the street was nothing, anyways, because the Sahara ended it kind of right there on that side. And he, pretty much, that much was over there. I mean, it was Sahara Stardust. Was the dunes on it that side? It is sort of weird. Remember. The last times I go to Vegas, there's huge plots of empty land, like not on the strip, but like right behind it where you'd think, well, why wouldn't you build there or there or there? There's like some chunky empty land people have been on sitting on. On the other on, side like, of the highway, you mean? Like, like where the Rio's at? In the pond? Behind the strip. No, like, no, like right, right on the right yeah. yeah, if you go behind like the MGM Grand or the Mandalay Bay or any of those. There's still some prime enough, like spots. Stop talking over people. They got enough space, you know, like behind the uh, the the casinos and the resorts, that when they want to expand it, they already have the land. Yeah. So now it's just a matter of getting the you know the building actually going. Huge plots, huge. A lot of fucking yeah. money wrapped up out there, boy. Yep. Yeah, when I was working at the MGM, I was talking to uh, one of the ladies in the office in the accounts payable, and the electric bill for that fucking building was over a million dollars a month. Oh, fuck. God, yes. I can imagine. All those machines, computers. Dude, they'll have a service up fucking probably have a 2,000 amp service just for their computer gear alone. And it, they do have their own service for those computers. It's on its own line generated up. Like, well, so do you, any security shit is triple protected, man. You, you they do big, power. big electrical. That's what you are, electrician, right? Used to be. All right. So when these guys are building Grover commercial in like, it, there was a standard where it was like 180 lights per room seemed to be this thing, but now they're up to like 450, 650 lights. It's in these giant warehouses. They're like making 650 sockets to plug in 650 fixtures. Wow. Well, like, like so. A, I doubt that they're in there. I don't know if they're that plugging them in. Them. Maybe they're hardwiring them, but yeah, I'd have to, if there were 650 lights, yeah, I'm putting in 650 openings for those lights. That's a lot of work just in the electrician part. Just finished a 103 story building last year. <laughs> it's a lot of grow rooms yeah. in there, boy. I can tell you we could have fit. <laughs> That'd be crazy. So that was a disheartening part of the trades too, especially uh, more uh, industrial shit. You know, you put your you're putting your heart, your soul, your fucking your life into your day's work. You know what I mean? You're hoping you're leaving some type of legacy or, you know, something behind you can drive by and I built that motherfucker. 
But a lot of days, especially like in business, man, they fucking knock shit down. You know, they have to shit either because of the materials won't stand a few generations or (laughs) I fucking it'll just be fucking shit. You know what I mean? In a few generations. Yeah. So No, you're right. You're right. It's not. There's a lot of stuff out there. It's not built, especially in housing. I mean, the buildings I put up, uh, those are going to be there, I think, for a while. But that is the cool thing, I will say, out of my whole career is that I was there to help change the skyline from what it used to be over 30 years, you know. And seeing, like, movies or pictures, especially I don't really watch movies, but I'll see stuff on Instagram where they'll do a flyover to city or it'll be maybe a trailer of a movie and it'll be like in a Chicago thing. And I'll see like, there's that, I did that building. I, you know, people get annoyed with me now and yeah, yeah, we know you did that one and that one. Shut the fuck up. I it's cool. Families Naples. Uh, every time I go down there, Florida, not Naples, I do. At Naples, Florida, state that there. Yeah, I kind of figured that. I was like, fucking. Every time I go down there, the whole landscapes change. The whole landscapes change. They don't reuse any building. There's nobody fucking buying a building and reusing it. They're knocking it fucking down. Everything's fucking. I don't even recognize the town. Fucking time I go down there. I don't think they can. That that, to me would be frustrating. Doesn't their shit though? It just the the weather. And that salt air, doesn't it just erode fucking everything? Like, nothing can, like, they have to, like, take it down and re- rebuild a new one because it's just, yeah. it could be. I don't know. It could have something to do with it. Well, what, what, wasn't there that collapse of a building in Florida where it was, like, even when they built it, they said it was really only going to be good for about 50 years, but it was past 50 years of that whole thing just collapsed that was built right in the perfect time in the 80s where it was a bad time and shit was if there was something to be built it had to be done as fast as possible because yep. you know at per, uh with the interest rates like if you got 18 percent, well that's was homeowners but i don't know what commercial rates were but i'm sure they were just as bad well, you in know, the 80s, yeah. a lot of what fueled all the building in Florida it was cocaine money. Like, mm-hmm. that was... Right. So who, who was working on them? You know, so we've had buildings here that are not collapsing. Well, I think we did have one that kind of fell apart. But they're all built in that 82, that 85, 86 range, it seems like, where it's even cars were shit then, man. Like, I can't tell you what was good. Even Oldsmobile had a 442. I don't know. I drove a lot. Of those. I worked for an Olds dealer. So in 87, I think I went to work there. So we were getting those 84, 85, 442s. And all the time I was driving them around, they were, man. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. There is no real, like, Nice cars left from the 80s. 
I'd say the Mustang GT. If you if you had like a Mustang, either the LX or GT, like the eighty two. I remember the eighty twos for whatever reason was the years where the eighty twos and the eighty fives were the years to have. Those were like the real fucking killer years for those motors. Um, I know it was like if you had an eighty five, you wanted the LX package with the five not the GT. The five the LX was lighter. By a couple hundred pounds or some shit because it didn't have all the low profile you know skirting and shit on it make it look like it was lower so it didn't have the big spoilers and shit on the back so that it's shit was heavy rubber man right it's funny you bring that that in particular car up because that was the 80s were a good year for mustangs but mm-hmm. i seen it was like a, a early '90s version, the compact one, the box, the GT. And you know what's funny is I see it parked like in the pizza place, and I'm laughing, and I'm like, "Man, they used that used to be the sport car back then, if you could believe it." And she's like, "That," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know, right?" <laughs> it was the GT, and it was a convertible. I'm like. I can't believe that was the car, you know, in the in that era. But back in the 80s there, my favorite ride undoubtedly was either the Trans Am, Monte Carlo, or Grand Prix. The old like Smokey and the Bandits, late 70s, early 80s, you know, you know 78 Trans Am. Trans Am. The 400. Same thing with the Monte Carlo. Nice. I like not the long boat bitch. <laughs> right the shorter boxier one 82 t-top something like that Fun my car. favorite car Fun was my car. 87 uh grand national well it wasn't the grand national it was the regal t-type which was basically the grand national engine in a stripped down version lighter and faster than the actual you know fucking grand national which was funny but and it's the most sought after. I guess it, I, someone said they saw one go on for over a million dollars in one of those auctions or some shit. And I'm like, great. I had the T-tops, the rattle tops, as I call them. Because none of those, those things all rattled back then in the 80s. But you had T-tops, man. Maybe not when you first got it, but it wasn't long, man. Those things just fucking zzz. We take them off just not to hear that shit. <laughs> My favorite one was, uh, the, in fact, it was a, a Monte Carlo 82 pearl white with uh, the, like a burgundy velvet interior. Man, that thing wasn't was an ass getter. You know, that had- <laughs> you could wash that thing it up, it just shined. It had and, like the uh, burgundy and orange stripe on the side, right? Like no stripe. stripe. It was just like a burgundy up. interior. It had a burgundy interior. No stripe. The outside was all pearl white. Just, just pearl all flat. White. Pearl white. No. Okay. Yeah. So that was yeah, the one yeah. they made the white and the blue one only the year. That was like the first model year. They only had the two colors. Or they had a black one too, right? Yeah, they had a black one too. And that car, I love that car. That was, was a beautiful. during that point in my life, I had almost a vehicle for like every day of the week. I could be incognito as incognito could be. You never knew what I was fucking traveling in. 
and I was flipping some fucking pounds, pounds during that day, that whole time of my fucking period life there. And I ended up selling that Monte Carlo to a friend of mine, a partner there. And it's a while. We put we brought some shit in from Chicago for a long time. So. And um, but uh I sold that car to him. And his wife actually fucking died in that fucking car. She hit a fucking tree in that motherfucker. And uh, it was a sad ending to probably my most favorite vehicle. Because most vehicles, you don't, you know what I mean? You don't see the lifetime. And that was like passed to a friend, you know. And partly because I, 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 there was a good friendship there. And I was like, eh, all right, all right. You know what I mean? Right. And I thought it was going to have a good home for the rest of his life. But yeah, to see his wife die in that was a tragic end for her and my favorite car, one of my favorite cars. You know, it was tragic. Really tragic. He went on a fucking bender, cocaine bender on that. And that's a little fucking part of the scenario there. That was, you know, I don't talk about this, that phase of my life, but man, that was fucking a spoiler right there, man. At one point, we were pulling in fucking pounds, 100 pounds a week, probably close to something like that. Allegedly, right? From Chicago. Yeah, allegedly. From Chicago on the Amtrak. We'd come in uh-huh. on the old Amtrak. Yeah, I, I was said no that one really? People would be amazed how much it comes in on the Amtrak. But yeah, fucking yeah. That, until that accident, well, they were starting. There was three of us who allegedly kind of took care of some shit in that area. Basically, if you're in Mid Michigan at that point in time, you probably touch. If I, you probably touch. If you had cannabis, good. I was probably in that, that well, chances are wherever you were getting it from i'm sure some of that was flowing into my neighborhood it was in chicago it was coming mm-hmm. out to me too there's more than probably just one dude buying there right <laughs> so the two gentlemen there started actually kind of bringing you know allegedly i gotta watch my words here that's why I don't talk. This is why I don't talk. This is why I don't tell my story. I know. You know your past can get you in but trouble, they look, allegedly. Look too crazy. Yeah. They <coughs> started kind of doing and un- bringing in other stuff. And after she uh, she passed, things went really south. And fucking, they ended up giving that with a, on that end, super deep. Super deep. Super deep. Blink of an eye, almost a million dead to Chicago. <laughs> she got fucking crazy, crazy after that point. And I'm telling you, that's probably why, again, this is probably a, a small glimpse into why uh, you guys probably never hear my story because there's just <laughs> too many things that can't be told. <laughs> Even to this day, too much crazy shit. Okay. Good times, though, man. That's what I've, I've often led, alluded to this, too. You know, cannabis has always been a part of my life. I'm not afraid to say that I've hustled my whole life. But anytime I've, like, I, up until medical cannabis, you know what I mean? If I would take a break in the hustle, it seemed like anything I made during that hustle 
seemed to vanish as quickly as the the hustle stopped. It was like a cruel, you know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. wasn't meant to be. And it, every time, every time, every time, as soon as the hustle stopped, it was like all ripped away just as fast. Crazy life. Crazy life, though, man. Good times. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I have to dig down deep. A lot of my times were fueled with booze and alcohol and shit. Hard to remember. But yeah, I've been in some really fucking wild situations that fucking probably shoot a really nice scene from a movie for it. (laughs) Being chased the one time by the cops, that was good for about four fucking hours, hundreds of miles an hour, 130, 140, in a 77 Trans Am with a 400 in it the year before the smoking, the bandit. Same car, just didn't have all the fancy yeah, that's one thing, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Important. It's sad that a lot of them stories can't be told publicly. <laughs> I, I have a lot you of know. stuff that can't be told. And I'm not worried about the police either. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. I like some of the ones I can tell, though. They're kind of fun. Yeah. Marshall just Marshall just hit it right there. He's like, uh, the campfires, the campfire talks, the campfire stories. Tony knows what I'm talking about. The yeah. no cameras. You've got to be there. Yeah, those are the best. Ones. I agree. Yeah. I think we all have a few of those. I even left Thunder Dan with a few cues. I'm like, next time, ask me about this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was a great time. But hey, to get back, I wanted to tell you, yeah, the 4th of July thing. Yeah, let's, uh, let me talk to Larry. We have a gig tomorrow, so that's why I was cleaning that drum up. It was just loaded with chunks of wood in between the rim and the head, and it was really starting to sound shitty. But um, yeah, we have a gig tomorrow, and then um, I'll talk to him tomorrow and see, you know, we'll do it either in the basement, maybe he'll want to do a something outside again i don't know we did i think we did something outside just for like just the neighborhood we just jammed and then there's always people blowing fireworks off and plus he lives like not too far from where they actually blow off the fireworks in his neighborhood so it'd be fun it'd be fun if you guys are down i'm down that's for sure yeah i don't it's probably won't be no seven eight hour thing on our end <laughs> you know we might do two hours is usually pretty good for us 
We're thankful for whatever we get, Smart or uh, Stoney. I didn't mean to call you Smart Stoney. That's okay. okay. We got some new stuff coming. That's what we've been working on some new stuff, and uh, it's coming along. Now we got a couple of these gigs, so now we're. I done the show where you did a bunch of classic rock shit too. The one, yeah. The first set was more original. The second set had a bunch of uh, cover songs, right? Yeah, um, that was killer. yeah, yeah. So the thing is with YouTube, and I'm surprised that well, maybe they just didn't sound like the cover or like the song we were covering. But a lot of times we've been flagged a few times. I know on Instagram, I like, got for. Did you? What I posted, some of that was monetized. Yeah, they snatched mm-hmm. it up. I, I was going to go back and look. I'm funny. I'm glad you said something. I need to go back and look. Because I was going to tell you which ones. Before were, the, uh, the, the internet, they were playing cover songs, that wasn't, there wasn't anything. That was like, there was nothing wrong, like, wrong with that or the band music didn't trip on it but now because of the social media even playing a cover song your own way triggers the algorithm yes somebody else owns the music rights now so now they're going to charge people they're going to be like motherfuckers we own that music well so when you're putting it on on youtube though you're creating a recording of it something that could be played over and over and then at some point possibly if we play it so awesomely better than the band's original you know and then all of a sudden people love it for some reason that blows up they don't want to miss out on that money that's their money not mine well or whoever played the song it's their song yeah even in the, i mean we the, get something for it but the super archive called archive.org that has every Grateful Dead show back to 65. There's certain songs they covered. Wait, what? Good Golly, Miss Molly. Sure. And uh, whatever that even though their music's free to download, you know, they have an open policy with that on that particular website. <laughs> now, there's other songs they cover. No, there isn't any problem. But there's these couple songs that, yeah, they're banned from download or banned from playing or they're just missing on those particular shows that it was like a medley they did with what's the guy that's saying good golly miss molly little richard yeah he has another song and they do those two songs and yeah i now that you bring up little richard yeah he he was chasing copyright way before internet well, believe me, those those live albums like that, if there's a cover song on it, those if it's on a different label, those labels worked it out. Someone's yeah. getting some money for it. Well, when when Grateful Dead owned their catalog, which they don't, they sold it to Warner or Columbia or whoever. They didn't. We had open policy, like taping was part of it, and the music was traded. That was all part of it. But then. I think it's Columbia who ends up owning him. They own the albums, which cover just about every song at this point, even songs that are in live shows that they've released as a as the record company. So yeah, now 
it makes all the tapes and all that under this copyright thing because the record company actually owns. And yeah, you just have to give them credit for it or whatever. Probably have to pay when you use it. But mm -hmm. yep, it's owned. That's why Stop. all the artists did this in the last few years. Sold their catalog to the corporate interest. Like Neil Young sold half his. The Pink Floyd guy sold, I think, all of theirs. Rolling Stone sold all of theirs. Grateful Dead sold theirs. Uh, so they don't own the catalog anymore. That's when you see it in the car commercial and shit. Cheers, everybody. It's 420. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. And from the artist's perspective, they're here now. So, and these deals were like hundreds of millions of dollars, huge amounts of money. And well, why wouldn't you take it now? Sure. Beatles don't own their shit, right? They, they were the first. Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson and, and them. And then now, remember when that happened, it was like, the, the story and the amount of money paid was like this astronomical thing at the time. But now oh, looking yeah. back, oh, they got that for a deal compared right. to today's money. So yeah, smart moves. I guess. So, funny, a little story kind of relating back to, you know, the copyright bullshit. The first original version of the dad song was Offspring's Intermission. And it was this basically with them, you know, and he'd come in every so often and go, ah, probably, it's going to happen right now. Ah, intermission. And then fucking there was like some when eyes through it, you know what I mean? And Every there for the longest time, the offspring it got to where the offspring was like, Yeah, fucking they got to where the episode wasn't they were like limiting the audience, right? Because of the copyright. So that's why I switched and I tried to find something. This was as close to but didn't have that shit. But every time there for a while we'd go like ah or with something, we'd just say something close to. It would fucking, that was enough. And the offspring would claim that shit. Just like, just by saying intermission during that, I bet you the offspring is like, ah, ah that's close enough. That's us. That's us. But the funny thing is, it's it's not monitored singular. It's monitored by one, one entity, not by each individual band, right? So they all hired this one internet police algorithm that listens to everything that's going on as soon as they hear it that's fail. the insane part that it's like it's as fast as you're talking yep. sony yep. i fucking you go ahead and try to play some marshall tucker or something like that my man stream shut down for midnight rider when they talk about the algorithms controlled by what is it ia or you know did it's AI. just getting smarter i yeah yeah that's they how feed, it's like they feed yeah. it whatever information right and, and it's get as it we listens go on, to oh, it 
we used to get away with a little. Now it's like way. It's like it just needs two notes and boom. So imagine, <laughs> buddy, imagine like every song is a puzzle piece to a puzzle. They know exactly what that puzzle piece looks like. They know the size of it. And as soon as it pops up, it fills that gap and the fucking alarm goes off. And it only takes seconds. And it's all digital. Once everything went digital, it's even easier for them to use these types of... Uh, all digital. Uh, all yeah, everything's digital. So right. that, 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 that plug and play with the computer. So right. here was funny thing, right? So when the computer came out and then that whole downloading, once, once computers were capable of, uh, you know, like pulling a picture up instantaneously and not sit there and wait for it. And then all of a sudden music was available. You know, you can download a song in like fucking one hour, <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, cool. And then Napster came along. And then these guys all start freaking out about it. And I was thinking to myself, well, what the fuck, dude? Like, we had fucking cassettes and eight tracks and reel to reels. Like, we could just plug that right into anything. Your phonograph, you could plug it into your whatever and record. I could record fucking shit on the, on the radio direct. And nobody said fucking words. Nobody was suing the fucking cassette companies for creating these blank copies for us to fucking record. So like when we were young or, you know, getting a little older and we didn't spend all our money on fucking albums and we wanted to buy clothes, it was like we kind of collectively got together like, all right, so you're going to get UFO, you're going to get Van Halen, you're going to get Zeppelin Four, and you get that. And then what we do is we trade them and then we just record them all and now I have a copy of, you know, and then you get your album back and you put it in your collection and that was it. And that's well, how we did it for in, years. In, a, in the deadhead scene, everyone taped shows and then bought cassettes and then copied the shows and then copy. Like even when you can find some of these tapes, it'll be like second gen, third gen fifth gen that's how many generations of like copies because it would get hissier as it went you'd want to get it off the master but that nd batteries like even though you think oh but the cassette thing was huge xl2s's or better like if you wanted the cassette and and surprisingly enough there's people that kept their cassettes way back from then that still play it's all about finding a deck now that plays true speed like right. like you know and and they don't even make cassette players anymore no you have to go to larry's house he's probably got about four or five of them from the 80s and 70s i have, we a, had, I have um, a d5 a sony d5 it ran on two batteries d batteries you can plug mics stereo uh it's only about yay big you could sneak it in and that was the deck of choice for deadhead tapers all through the 80s 90s and then came that for a while digital audio tape and then yeah. that only lasted a few years maybe a little longer and then it just went straight hard drive no reason to 
Yeah, you can just point and click and hear it all. You don't have to. I used to uh, record. So if I if I was going to keep something, I wanted to keep it. I would get the metal metallic tapes because those those hold forever. You know, or pretty long. I don't know about forever, but you know, nobody's reached forever yet. So now you could say forever. But that was the choice that we used. Once you got in that metal tape, that metallic tape, magnetic tape, whatever it was called. It was the same shit that they used in the recording studios, you know, just on a cassette. Because we got a hold of these uh, four-track recorders that came out with four-track cassette recorders. So you could have four microphones and record four different instruments or you know drums you need a few more mics maybe not always but depending on your setup but it didn't matter it's like okay well we could just play the song record all the drums then we take the tape and you would flip it and stick it back in and then we record that on you know you'd re you'd bounce you'd bounce all those tracks down to one and then you would have more track. You could have four more tracks. So then you could add guitars, bass, vocals. And then you bounce those all back down onto one track. And then you get three more tracks to play with. So you always had three tracks. Keep adding. So you could just keep overdubbing and overdubbing. It's kind of what we did. Like Dave Grohl, I don't know if, if anybody's ever seen. Uh, I think it's called Sound City. A documentary on... Uh, him he got the this, board. He got the, the board. board. Yes, the new, the Rupert Neves board, right? Um, he talks about how he was. He would take have two tape decks. You know, two boom boxes is what we used to use because we used to do the same thing. It's so funny because he talks about. I'm like, we used to do the same fucking thing. So you get a tape, pop it in, hit record, play done take that tape put another tape in the other one a blank one hit record on that hit play on that record that and then add another instrument to that while you're doing that and then just keep flipping it and keep doing the same process so you're just one tracking everything and bouncing it you know all onto one you know together so it's the same thing it's called multi-tracking so now you're multi-tracking and when they came out those four tracks, so man, that was like fucking that revolutionized the the dudes in the garage were able to actually make a quality fucking recording back then. We didn't have to go to a studio to do a decent demo. Like you'd have it would cost us 200 bucks to go make a demo, three, four songs, you know, and it was like it never sounded that great because they, they didn't give a fuck, you know, the engineer, yeah, okay, here I'll. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll reverse the lead guitar and have it backwards like Jimi Hendrix, you know. And Here's something I know you and Larry, it's not already hip to, but okay, so Osley, you know, Bear, that was his thing, sound engineering. All the money made from acid in the 60s and 70s, he spent on developing, recording, and sound. His kids because he he died have this website and this project called sonic journals 
which like even last year they released a Johnny Cash show that was recorded by Bear using like not soundboard, just using uh, uh, the room, right? And uh, oh, a few other acts, obscure acts that, that, he, that they've released so far that they've remastered and, and you, some of it you can download and listen to free, like especially the Johnny Cash one is really good. Like the quality of the sound is like on another planet. But that was from Bear's personal collection of shows he used to record in the 60s with like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but he, he had like uh, techniques that then became what everyone did, but he was like one of the first people to, to set up stuff like that. Yeah, right. Industry standard setups, sure. He's probably, I'm Owsley. sure I've read some of his drum miking techniques, seeing that drums are the most, and still to this day, the hardest instrument to mic properly or get the proper sounds you're looking for. Well, there's a his old website that just is really a collection of essays and him answering questions. It, it was, you know, the infancy stage of the internet, but it's still bear.org or whatever it is. His, his son, Zane, and uh, they, they manage his legacy. But some of his essays on audio is probably what you're talking about, where yeah, he, he was ahead of his time, especially when you consider he was saying this stuff like way before a lot of this stuff was even invented yet. And he has other interesting things like he, he didn't eat anything but meat and barely cooked. He never ate a vegetable. <laughs> he no was tripping hard oh yeah he's he had he explains it all like if you want to get into some far out shit uh he was on he definitely was tripping hard weird things about numbers he literally called an emergency meeting in the early 70s and tried to convince the whole band that the world was coming to an end and they all needed to go down to this one place in Australia that would be safe from what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, he was out there. That's all right. You never know. He could be right, though. You have to see. Hopefully you never have to. Well, it turned out that was where he lived. Like later in his life, he went and lived in Australia. And how he died was just driving his Jeep to town and it got in a, a crash and it rolled over and he died. Well, those pumpkin seeds, aren't they green fingers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, huh? Imagine. Uh, they look like weed seeds. 
Are those nuts? Pistachios. Pistachios. Remember the seven hundred dollars a pound? I'm gonna start growing those. Those pink stained ones used to. You guys know what those, what that meant? What they used to stand for? What? No, nobody knows. No, I no. think I might have heard it, but it I don't for the royalty in Japan or some shit. One of those royalty, China or somebody used to make them paint them pink for some reason. I don't know. That's why I asked. But I, that's the only reason. I was like, man. Somebody else has to know. So if you had pink fingers, they knew that you were royalty because you were eating pistachios all the time? Oh, no, because you're eating the pink pistachios. I don't know what it was about it. Dude, those things used to suck, man. Your fingers would be red. Your teeth would be red. Your lips would be... looked like you had lipstick on. For real. (laughs) I always thought it was so the old man could figure out if we were into his pistachios or not. Because those... We're always expensive, and it was like, you don't touch them things, you know, leave them alone, yeah. they're mine. It was royalty only or some shit, why it was pink, like, it was crazy. Good yeah. Well, have you, have you seen this new pineapple that Dole created that, called the pink pineapple? Yeah. It comes in this gold, gold foil box, it's and it's forty nine ninety nine. But it is pink, and it doesn't come from Hawaii. It comes from an Asian country, but it was weird. My brother's a caterer chef, and it must have been almost six, almost a year ago that he had these things and was promoting them. And, and yeah, now I saw him in this, well, the high-end store, uh, Sprouts. Had them for yep forty nine dollars for a pink pineapple. Yeah, I've seen them at Bristol Farms, same price. So, if you can like cross things and grab things on like a grapple, you ever have a grapple? How they fucking do that shit? How they make a grape apple? You mean grappa shit like that? Grappa, the line. You can say it right. However, you Rambo. like Stoney. <laughs> is that what it is? Called grappa? Yeah. So it's the it's the um it's like the stalks and the stems from the the vines, and they squeeze that shit out. They press it really. Well, this is an apple that I'm talking about. It's like yeah. a, it's an actual fruit. Oh, a grapple. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the wine, like grappa where like one little glass will fucking knock you on your ass i think with apples they they graft a newer variety onto the older variety tree and stuff yeah use the root system and uh, grab that one and get a good apple and it eventually takes on those those traits because no, we've talked about that. this for like cannabis, ah. you know what I mean? Grafting oh, other strains on to, you know, just for funsies sake to see if they would mix flavors that way. So if it can be done with another plant, say fruit, you know what I mean? Why couldn't you mix genes like cannabis like that? Well, there's a bunch of agriculture that uses that technique where they just, they, they put, they graft. They, yeah. they use the existing root system and what just put new stuff on top. 
So, you know, like those crab apple trees, mm-hmm. those ones that blossom and they turn like white and pink in the springtime, they're like this giant canopy. Those are usually like apple trees, but then they graft this 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 branch onto it, which then blows up and turns into this crab apple tree. But then after some time, it it doesn't it stops blossoming and then the crab apples stop and then you start getting apples again. Like it takes itself back over. So you could graft it on, but it only lasts for so long. And then the original whatever root system that thing was takes it over. At least with mm-hmm. the app with the crab apple trees or something like that. I think I'm correct. I like to talk to my mom. She knows all that shit. She worked at a nursery. Well, I know that yeah. it seems maybe it's more than 10 years, but apples, like every year, there seems to be like this new hot variety. Yeah, right. Like honey crisp and then cosmic crisp. And, uh, you know, they still have the basic ones there, but they're. Do they have the somebody- OG crisp yet? Well, there you go, they, buddy. There's a problem hunters. for you, brother. That's well, that's the Johnny Appleseed thing there. Basically, how all that shit got started. The apple seed, you know, or the apple itself, every seed's different. You know what I mean? It's kind of environment depending on environment, what pops up and what survives thereafter. But they say 90% of those apples are shit. The ones that are you know, found and have went the test of time have been fucking, you know, cut from them trees, passed on and fucking shit like that. The Macintosh is like that. So why wouldn't somebody, you know what I mean, take an apple or I'm sure they're hunters just like we are. I want to take a few hundred of these apples or, you know what I mean, and just let them come up. And then it, trial you know what i mean if it's that one's good then it will fucking keep and fucking maintain that tree you know what i mean replant saplings from that you know Mm -hmm. just feed just like we do with cannabis and shit trying to find that ultimate (laughs) that ultimate new apple and shit i can see them farmers and shit doing just like the same thing we do hunting those genetics just like we do cannabis well, even so, it's a wide uh, pool. It seems to be the Pacific Northwest that because another sector is like the pluot or the plum crossed into apricot, or they have all these varieties of uh, those are called stone fruits, yeah. like in the scheme of uh, the the class of of stone fruits and. Over the years, there's always a new variety of that. Not not as many as apples, but they 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 cross species together and make new different fruits. I didn't mean to laugh, buddy. I was listening or listening. Yeah, I was reading chat there, and uh, I think you see more cuts. Says I got that pre ninety eight apple. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, green fist i saw that in the groceries that's like a flattened uh white peach right yeah they call them saturn saturn yeah yeah but they're just a, a flat peach just like you said just another one of the ornamentals that actually got fruit on them and 
people think they're just for ornamental. We used to have a white ornamental peach tree in the backyard and they had the weirdest little sharp tip looking things, like just little pointed little sharp looking, you know. They were just like little missiles kind of. <laughs> they didn't look like peaches at all, but they were delicious. And they got bigger and bigger each year. And then like, they look like big missiles at the end. Like, All right, dude, you are putting out way too much stuff. You're making it very hard for me to not swing at those lobs <laughs> you're throwing up there, buddy. You got to slow down because there's a few on this. Like, I'm not seeing nothing. I'm going to be cool. <laughs> they were the best peaches, best white peaches I ever had. But they're from oh, Oregon. They wasn't supposed to have any fruit. So, what was it like a cornucopia thing? Like, a is that what it looked like? Like a horn almost? Yeah, the peach looked like a... Like but a, it was good though, right? You yeah, said. they were all good, but they had like a weird tip and a point to them. Like a little... Like a well, pepper if you can get thing. past that, everything's good. They looked weird. My grandpa didn't... Oh, don't, don't pick them. They're not good. But the birds were picking them. Like they were eating them all. So I knew they had to be good. If the birds are eating them, eat them. Like whatever the birds eat. They probably taste better than the other one. Sounds like my last girlfriend. Once you got past a few things, everything was good. The birds were hanging around her, so I knew it was all <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah, the structure of the plant was beautiful. It was the most beautiful peach tree I've ever seen. It looked like a giant cannabis tree, except for a thing, single finger leaves. Just one finger, like big, giant, long finger. Crazy. Miss that tree. Well, shit, guys. I think I'm going to uh, jump out of here and go to bed. I was supposed to be in bed like four hours ago. Yeah, me too. I have a gig tomorrow. <laughs> I got to go out here. I got to go to work next week. I was honored that you popped in, brother. You, you said you could be a while. And then when I seen that name pop, pop I was like, yeah, I knew we couldn't stay away. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll be around on the weekends and shit once in a while, but the uh, the office lady done fucked herself again, so she uh, wouldn't accept my, would not accept my doctor's note, so she wants a new one, but I can't get a new one till Tuesday, so. So, I'll, uh, I might actually be here Monday night for the weed nerd. You need to get your fucking doctor to pencil in one of these. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm penciling one in myself. <laughs> couple a couple mushrooms next to it would be perfect. Just say yeah. spitting mushrooms always a good touch. <laughs> right on. He said spitting mushrooms. <laughs> added fine touch to everything. Spitting mushrooms are always classy. I'm just saying. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Is that why you're always sucking on them? (laughs) (laughs) I have no comment. Oh, shit. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Peace out, brother. Fuck all of you. Stoney, fuck off. Greenfinger, fuck you. Eagle, (laughs) fuck you. Peace out, guys. Fuck you, too, bro. (laughs) 
just <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to get high and go to the fucking art museum with fucking green pig. Dude, we had a great in there and be like friends. You got to go. What do you see? <laughs> <laughs> I want to like film that. For <laughs> like two days out of the week down there, it's the greatest thing. It's like fucking cool. Go trip out. <laughs> Uh, all right i'm getting out of here guys i gotta go to bed i'm fucking shot so thank you eagle love you brother green fingers buddy thank you love you brothers peace out chat see y'all wiener world have a good show tomorrow have an amazing day thank you Uh, thank you Yeah, I think this is a good point, guys. I was going to say, what's happening? I'll I'll go next. Good hanging. We'll see you guys around. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate you. Yep. Man, what did I do this show? I ran everybody off with the weird shaped peaches. Jesus Christ. The weird shaped pieces and the spitting uh mushrooms. Spitting mushrooms are are stay. People stay for the spitting. <laughs> I know I stay for the spitting mushrooms. Wait, only when that I draw is... them. When I draw them on the show, that's my favorite. But usually I try to keep it classy so I don't make them spit when I draw them. They're just a couple little quick mushrooms. Hard to draw, believe it or not. They're hard to draw. You seem to you you whip them out so quickly. It's I'm getting it's hard to believe. Oh no, I can't believe I just said you whip them out, out so quickly. <laughs> I, I do whip it out pretty fast. <laughs> oh man! On that one, everybody, don't whip it out so fast. You know, don't, don't nice leave me slow. on that note. Nice, nice and slow. <laughs> whip it out nice and slow. Plant a few seeds. Take it slow with the soil. Don't don't be all rough and plant some spinning mushrooms. No, yeah, wait for the spinning <laughs> mushrooms. I should say the mushrooms that are that have spores, but it's the same thing. We all know what that means. Oh, jeez! If you're gonna plant, see, if you're gonna plant some spinning mushrooms, wrap it up. Wrap it the <laughs> fuck up. Yeah, look for some trojans or lifestyle whatever you guys use whatever these kids use nowadays sex havers i don't do that no more peace out two points have a good day what what have we done in the show i love you bye oh man (laughs) that went so quick I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, uh, thank you guys. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow, bro. Love you too, really. With that being said, that does have a wrap up episode 666, 667. Ah, gotta get out of the 660s there. Tongue tie, tongue twisters. Huh. That being said, hopefully you guys have enjoyed this here episode. I've had some fun, and I hope you have as well. So do have smoked myself silly. But here we go with the shout-outs. 
I need to pencil in a few really quick before I get started. Yeah, I think I pretty put some minions. Oh, let me double check some shit. I thought today, but I was like, oh. Some names I had in the book. Book. Some cool details. Eight mile one seven ten scarecrow four twenty green gum bomb Christina MG eighty nine and plug seven zero five medical link call Cuddy Rick T the rebel the nine G two seven baby and Selena safe not here Tom Spook Greg Walker Mendo Dope T Dog and Vita Red Energetic Girls Mother Nature Justin Canway Duck Weed Run Boy Stem Fortune Six Justin Gooder Saint Man Rocky Grower seventy five four Core Treble Michael Wallace Mobile four twenty and Who's Your Kid Danny Tackle Don Don Slug. Rick S in the bushes, eight two seven. James Simmons, Kevin Howe, World's Last Hope, Hats Fan four twenty five. Winter Dirt Road Dude, Kenneth Shiba, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Russell, Dab Goblin, Doctor Balls, Lawyer, S Stone, Seth Dan Canuck, Kenneth Queen, Genetics, Savvy Snazzy, Fermador, Dirt Man Dan, Keith of Black Sales, Mister Bosil, Zemprio, Gardens, Ross, Bob Russell, Jess, Root Small Tubes, Tyler, Frosty Buds, Nor Michigan, what, but Nor Nor Michigan Micro. Ouija Buds, Dub T, Droid, Dub T, uh, yeah, Big Jar Gross, AC, Modern Genetics, SoCal, Weedner, John, Lance, PPG, 15, Green County, Grower, CJ, Apple, Perfectly Apple Collected, Dollar Tree Grower, T1 Productions, Dank Grower, DOA, Grownments, Miss Nudie Grows, Black Grosson, Johnny Cannonsey, Missing tonight, Nutrient Shootouts, Nutty, Nikki, Zillion, Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Booth, Clover 420, Nice by Aldridge, 25, Miss Planet, T's 2, Moon, Mo, Grower, The Can of Great, Loki, Grows, Sussex, Guy, Burton, 79, Polish Hammer, Midwest Outlaws, Voodoo Altars, Fresno Nerds, Kelly Connection, Wolverine, Grown, Big Jar, Grows, Jimmy, Pumped Alive, Layback, Farmer, Jimmy D, or D Block, MMP Nations, Creations, Amber Lonics, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Sticky Rob, Big Day 420, Brent Window, Big Ed 1961, Man of Wadi G3, The Green Click, JK Triple G, Mr. Sprintley, Brittany and Tyler Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, Beach Crazy for You, BGWG 420, Dr. Bonswell, Blue Thumb OG, Anthro Sense of Media, Anthro Just Space 420, Peace Coach 420, Sir Howe, Trey Balone, Keep It Real, Haggerton 420, Zep Zeppelin, Audit Everywhere, BT, Double D Rose Bengus, Green Puffin Man, Now Sports, SF Life School, and Crop Cause I Love It, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest Oakey, Real 100, 212, Andy Man, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, Me All Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, Noob, Shabbat Wins, Kingdom Macroponics, Andrew, Michigan Native, Mary Jane, Mad Gardens, Dreamer 77, Double D, Bad Bunny, Nutrients, Minster, Green Pots, Mr. Green Notes from 619664, Spaniard, Gruger, Jones, and Grill, Pop G, Rose, Raz, Amy. One of my favorite ST songs, by the way. Raz Amy Drove Grows, Cats, a girl from my art podcast. Cheers, Cats. Good luck on the cover there. Green Med Flock, Jeremiah Moran, Stony Creek, Lost Art, Mr. No One, LG 420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soto, Jason Iso, Pete David Colby, Mason 662, Scroggy Mike, Scroggerton, the fourth, Gaddis Grows. Kaylee Burroughs, Chad Brad, Family Farms, Paulie P, Kevin Jodry, Mike R, Honcho, Jay Huggins, UTA, Retreat Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Steenson, Organic Home Buds, Ward Nelson, 
Cam Wood, Main Mystic, Joe Love, Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Arjas, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, 311, Mix Up, Kinder Grows, Evergreen Age, Friends, Tree, MMJ, Man, SA Ball, Dragonfly, B, Matt, uh, Justice Matt, Travis Law, Wells, Lucky Mike, Seattle Chronic Seeds, Key Chronic, Typhoon Plus, Go Seeds, Channel Go Gas, Wabasso for Life, John Smith, Tommy Tricos, Boca King, Raz, Pop Little, Soul Rolls, Flaky Pods, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Silver, Indo 11, Stephanie B, Sharp Pulley, 989, Brian Brown, Sovereign Garner, Stoner Nation, 420, Joe Y, One Bugs, 1313, Grower, Painted Lady, Frank Boo, Jay Myers, Demid, The Chat, Mr. Manny D, Bag C, Dr. DG, She, Jeff, Shredder, 911, Dutch Gross, 420, Scallywag, 420, Skill Bowl, 1, Bed Grower, 1, Empire Breed, Go, Fergoli, Lost Leaf, Leah Mass, Danny Dico, B Bear 7, Ollie Noble, CK Time, Trinidad, Looney Jester, Smoking with Small Town, Tim S, Mr. Lazy, Rafter Grove, Rob, Automation is Free, Duke, Robert Hazelton, Door Michigan Forward, Double Tap Farms, Mr. Green, Thumb 420, Eagle Eagle, Prospects, Tana Bus Driver, Haven Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grove, T Ben, TM 42696, Rude Nuts, Dr. Scrambles, PB, Moon Rocks, GHF, Double J, Bio Green, Self Grove 56, Hank Saving 420, KB, Ganja Nana, Yumama, Georgia Joy, Roy Rodriguez, Me Glory, Nature's Best Nugs, Killer Beat Rose, Guns Wizard, Husky Yards, Nut Tree, 420, Dr. Soil for Life, Bully for Life, The Jeff Roll, 42069, Beaver 698, Dr. Franklin Moody, Goddamn, I'm baked, that's the test. The Riffin' Fat Boy, Jack Greenstock, 42420, Booms Farms, Charlie Farms, 420, Aldridge, 25, Mr. Smiley's Gardens, JT's, Miss T Snug, Smoky Roll Fraser, Rokoski, Twisted Roots, Faded Farm, 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory Farms, Evolve, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Missing Marks, Missing Grower, Ginger Snaps, DTE, Gross Averett, Wolf, DLP, 2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, Sergeant Pepper, Camp Trooper, 420, Blind Cat, 420, Led up against him, UKSIF 420, Booty Boy, Deb Park, Medical MJ, Budsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris uh, Martinez, Dink Man 420, Dink Man Dad, Red Son of Farms, Good Life, Joni Bell, Teacher B, Most Hated Grower, The Major Jump 420 Army, The American One, W Digger 714, Sharate's Kenyos, and Nine Smiling Skies, Ready, Hit That Bop Bar, Chris Words, Ian Saber, Robbie Sergeant Live, Pepper Fake Camp, Bigger Lace Finest, Bridge Patch, Dozer Moon, Southern BT Brewer, Choose medical, Jerry Bear, plus one mushroom secret city, five meters, my little tent, 242 space walkers, fresh and tree mump, two bears, and heart and soul, homegrown, Mike B, G, T. Dwayne, he's Coach Will, ID Day, Galactic Guards, Don Smith, Olympus, my natural farm, Pacific Northwest Seeds, Roscoe, Paul, Lemon Hoko, Trent, Rita, Sue, Sue, Life, 420, Grant, Mayor Brown, Samuel Sizzle, Nine Inch Colas, Chris Moon, DK Craig, Vision Creator, Guru, Dekine Brew, Cannon Nation, JJ, wow, Dan, the Indoor Moran, Grow me, told me it's health and grown clip smoke, keystone, camouflage, PA, big high, 710, Eugene, Greeley, face through, hustle, Fred, darn, Carlos, no, there, you're throwing a big row, 420. Oh, hello, Jesse White, guy saying, Yeti, introvert, genetics, also, Jay, Vixen, Robin, Mr. Killer, eight, Mo, James Buttercream, C Dub from NorCal, the pharmacy, C Bag, Deadhead, Smokey, 616, Curtis Meyer, more, Curtis Myron, there we go, Matt Myron, Myron. Man, butchering these tonight. Sorry, guys. Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dora, Antenna Seeds, Web Carries, K Mike Rubles, Lil Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence, God's Gala, Slow to Get Up, Sue Moon, Popsicle 719, Bake Wish Shake, Baby, Old Small PWC, Grown Bugs, Lord Wash, Mr. Weed Bloods, Old School Grower, Chad Westpire, Hunter, Grown Floor, Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Puget Sound Seeds, Goliath Grow, Richard T, Crispy Bun Bay, 
Mr. Soul Food Spectrum Gone Cat, Lori Hansen, real 2000 years of tradition. Mr. Decount, the pandemic motivation, show me satisfied. Fuck you, and you, I'm going well. Canadian Resort, Power Door, Phone Call, Right, Zephner, Home Farm, Sanders Farm, Seldom Seen, Old Park Gardens. Yeah. Hell, 1970s, two chunk packs, martial artist 2012. Looking forward to partying with you, Michael Slave Hafner, Danny McDizzle, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert Mr. Green, Figures, Motherfucking Thomas, Rancher Coastal Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Chapman, Bobby Lynn, Meats, Prince Digger, Mitch Mac, Tony Lake, Polonia, Bill S., Wee Peace, Tater Delicious, Minty, Country Roots, You're on Fire Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray, 420, Teeny, One on One, Buds and Hazard, Mr. Club 14, Beater Man, Fire, 616, Not Off North, Max Crewman, Ruby. Timothy McMillan's Neo Justin Beans Chronic Indie Fat Belly Real Jennifer Steele Kevin Zero Three Turk Farmer Shannon Stevens Carlitos Latino Skipper Country Mr. Speed Full Steve Firesaw Wally Wookie The Goddess Grows Ross the Bob Whitefeather Grows Burnish Rooms Tone Grows Dan K Man Grows BX Gunna 81 Smith New New Grow Sean McCain Jay Monks Thank Agenda Walla Walla Cannon Grow Fall Dog Huron Cats Cannon's Constable Wow Listen, fair, try fam, just as many, 420, fresh grows. Thriving herbs, hi boy, you man, man, grows. We've been growing our serene gold, love for the plant, our gold American spot poker, unfrozen caveman, hive, wise, highest surf crack, micro goo. Jeff Lowenfels, micro goo, or Mobius grows. Wow, Dan, Dan, Brownie, Dan, D, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, the Forging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Shadow Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, Four, Five, One, Four, Amelia Jensen, Oz, Inca, Dr. Jane, J. Coco, Brandon Russ, Matthew Gates, Steve's Bags, Drone Star, Jack Shotgun, Willie Date, Yoda, J. Simmons, Turbo, Gross, Plaquemines, Coop, G.G. Conley, Air the Grower, Late 1978, Michigan, Grow Buds, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, J. McDaniels, Plaquemines, 420, Seeking Cool, Zill, Signport, PFC Farms, Housey Gardens, Sun Grown 707, JA Drove, J420, Cascadian Grove, Tito's McGee, Four Plants A, Weedworks A, Ca- uh, Captain Scrawl, Chunky Bugs, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee Live, McGaster, Tempe, Annie N, D, Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose 11, Smiles 11, Bindu Buds, Michael Ross, Richard Forbes, David Pimento, B4, P Bunk, Nick and T, John Maurice, What About Bob Prince, Patty, Daniel Bergman. Green Puffin Man, be done the lead. Chung, J- James Chung, Sarge Gross 818, John Wayne, Carolina Root, Sister Golden Harrier, Dana L. Dankarino, KNF Gardens. Oh, the good turn right here. Blank 1032 is one only feed. Farmer James, Crypto Dope, Richard Lamb, HIP Grow, Matt Green, Dan Marino's Chronic Wonder, Sunrise Grows, Top Floor Genetics, Mold Vision 420, Can 2 Cannabis, Jesse Fisher, My Dog Nelly at Roosty Farms, Alex Hardy, Hardy Gear, One and the Same, Many Cropper, Dan and Gross Photos, Met and Grow Med, Sunrise Gold, Lexi, Brittany, Koo, and Chase. That's the most special things in my life. No Limit 916, Crumpy Toad, Alchemist, and Kenamix, Soilborn Addiction, Roswell, Alex D, Dirty Ore, Catfish, High Power, Thunder Dan, Propagation Station, John McDaniels, Listen, Maurice, Our Girls, 818, Blaze, Daily Pride, Piper, Perpetual, Eagle Proud, World, Second Smash 4, You, Frank, Sada, the Dank Duchess, Kino, Kelly Maxwell, Captain 420, Frank, Sada, the Dank, uh, yeah. What about Bob Hill, Jester, Pop Truth, John Gorski, John Doe, Dungeon Gangster, THC, 4 PTSD, T Bear, John Hunter, Roll, Swamp, Kevin, Polaro, Cannabico, Best of Because, Jen Doe, Mr. Manny D, Cannon for Hour, 420 AB, Normal Guerrero, Frank Guerrero, that is, Frank Lynn Guerrero, to be so specific. 
Mayor PJ Brent 74, CK Brown Guy 420, Packing Girl 420, Burning Tree Main EA, Grayson Grows 2079, Hydro Daily Hippo GG, Jamie Breen, Supreme Great Mr. Sony Rockefeller was here tonight, Root City Sin, Why Sustainable, Midnight Roots Dead, Dead Cynic, Knuckles, Michael P, Polly B, Quick B, Nimble, Buddy, Kill, Lost, Michael. D4889, Disbanded Brothers, Mausoleum Man, Joseph, Grace, Madison, RX, Keith and Chief, Hydro Daily, Concerned American, Cannabis 411, Freedom of Seeds, Stacker, Joints, Worst, D's, Tree, Conscious of Duke, 710, is Oil Upside Down. I don't know why you need this anymore. Uh, Jesse Stevenson, Victoria, but dudes, that's a can of butter beans, sacred, sacred Gardens, Gus, Rose, Slick Freak, A Dog Pounds, David, St. Louis, I move, watch, Casting, Yeti, and Grin. And then grow knuckle armor off grid terps. Christopher, big force, 54 live predator, and Matthew SoCal, Sue, Illinois, man beaters, Jake proof. Dark horse to next, owner, dude, Joel, and gentle, North Sergeant X, Caroline, Caroline, Mr. Cry, PTA, B13, Leo, Brubion, Perfection, XX, Elite, GP, XX, Uncle Soner, Chris, Retreat, Kitchen, Brewers, Paradise, LA, Grown Gardens, I see, Decoy Bacon, Mrs. Scott, Fresh Bake One, Jay Allen, Big Bob Groves, Sally Cannon, Australian Grown, Yuck, 420 Gardens, Daniel Fields, Mr. Nowhere Man, Selling, Sally, Silly, Fucking Seashells. Wob Wobby, Sean Pins, Rescue Roadside, LLC, Notorious Thug, Mike Seeds, Father and Son, Tripping Tutorial, Sub T, Dank, Jose Ramirez, Dog of the Butt, 420, Buck, Chiba Man, DR, 420, Community Videos, Detroit River, Luis Garcia, Michael P, Paul, AJ, Everyday, Captive Audit, Ted Bob 13, Maine, 420, Med Growers, Cookies, Jay Kendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods, All Good, Sally Mansell, Adam Skinkin, Chanel Simpson, One Smoke Away, Guns Roads, Kazoo, Aaron Burns, Rooms, Mr. Lincoln, Stinky, in Angel Studios, MG, the 420, Grown 10, Paul Diella, John Fleming, Dakovich, Fiber Poly, Fibro, Fibro, Flower, Wow, Poly P, Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lenny Organic, Sun Man, Chiba Sunny, Jeff Pocalic, Ricardo Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farmings, Candy Porch Farmer, Fuck All That Be, The Misfit Grower, Jason Lamp, 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Graystone, Sonar Baker, MD, Stony Creek, Russ Sonic, Fringe Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man, Hermes, Free Bird, Boat Grower, Maddie Guy, Simple My Answer, One Time, Tim Blake, Off Coast Chronic, Stink Fat, Caballero, Polero, Harley Grower, Jen God, Steve Collins, Todd Kendrick's propping main and Sharpie the Island. Hey, Scoop Steve Speaks, JR Ream, Brandy K, TCDR, Claire Killing, Wardrobe Farming, Brandy Grande, Piff 1000, Ace Boom 3223, Wake Up Captain Freedom, Beat Puffle Smiles, 15 Gigadgets, Mission Gotcha Moods, Fred G, Super Bob, Grosky 808, Weekend at Birdies, K Bag, Justice Station, Strong Style, Organic, Zippy, Imanic, Honesty, K Bell, Me All Flower, Brent Boog, Todd Kendricks, Kendricks, and Newton's K and T, Kiss D, True Serum, Full Times, Full Natty Dread, Barbara Matthews, Ancient Soul Grown, Kevin Jujitsu, Kenna Health and Happiness, Preserve 215, Collab Low Cut, Ever Trendly, Mo Manic Men's, Raz Bensi, Helen, Yuki, Janus, James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, High Flyer 420, Lobster Brush, Roll, Mother Tree, Maine, Red Pill, Yo Boy, Roy Boy, Aesthetic, Shannon, Gimmins, Ruhan, Red Dove, Rick W, Comfortably Numb, One Smoke Away, The 840 Show, Richard Lamb, Red Pill, 710, Canada's for Zoo, 
K Rolling, K Rolling, Worthy Buzz, Logan Man 81, The Old Flower Podcast, After Aspect Warren, Dixon, Pink Lady Luck, Amanda 420, surrounded by Keith Rowley, Farmers, French Dweller, Single Father's Happiness Without Guilt, Mike Steve, 562 Ganja, James Chrysler, Green Golson, and Exenzo, B. Benson, Astro, Charlie, Stephen Smurf, A4G, 4GTC, A Bush Doctor, Dirty Hope Garden, CK, James Weaver, Grow Owns, Corey Gagnon, Green Hill Farms, Hillbilly Herbs, Tasty Worm, Terms, Skunky Brewster, YBF, Lone OG, Abolish Farm, Spartan Grown, Johnny Green, Thumb 710, Michigan Wildflower, Seldom Seen, Gabler, Todd O'Connor, DP 710, Caribou TV, Virginia Herbs, Red Primo, Equal Lover Genetics, Trophy Truck, Skyway, Kevin O'Donnell, Screw the Truck, Stupid Trucker, eBay Blood Trenders, Glass Girl 420, Ted Nugs, Matt Javine, Greg 77, Ted Nugs, Skunk 8, Glassworks, Beast Bowl 347, Mike Atomics Gear, JMA182, Justin Gucci, Webcam, Dot Dot Dot, Dan Sony, Baby Fat J Coot, Pip One. Thousand Dan Stoney, Sunshine Farm Daydreams, Brad Star, Mountain Marie, Scotty Nowhere, Justice Make Not Sure, Red Bear Farms, Two Dogs, Butt Plug, Bungaloo, Lucky, Claudie, Gazelle, Mouthy World, Green Gillette, CT Garden, Benny Ben, Up and Able, Mr. Bardugler, Push to Prime Sentimental, Green Goddess. Alberta Cannabis Girl, Earth Creeper, Don Hazelbert, Man S, John Galt, Cool Word, Robert Rittenhouse, Pedro and Disney, Joey Berger, Mr. DeVille, Mikey from Maui Gold Genetics, Dragonfly, Earth Medicine, Thunder Dance, San Louis, Sun Grown, Super Bob, Dutch Gross 420, Tough Impact, It's a Tree, Green Gypsy, One, Daft 247, Dirty Rotten, Imbecile 69, Sydney Games, Gingerbug, Sovereign, A, Paco Paco, Smartphone, Beat Ridley, Val F, Tough Impact, Crazy People Doing Stuff, Wait Pie, Multiple Division, Patio Bears Growing, and Home Invaders Get No Fucking Pity, Blue Kiss Gardens, We Nerd DWC, Shout for Life, Pete Token Pirates, Supernatural, Brittany Nicole, Sacred Gardens, Rossum Flood, Joy One Love, No BS, Penny Pepper Rivers, Frank, Roddy 420, Chef J. Reese, Dog Days Garden, Cole, Reed, Big Force 54, La, or 420, Green Goddess, Luke Cell, Pearly Baker, Christ Christ, Terrico, Jungle, Diggity Dank, The L, The Beastly, Lord Camp, Swimmer 22, The Go Boss, Jim Clemmer, MV Closet Grower, Blinded by the Light, We Fear, In a Grow No, Miss Vicious, Doc Callis, Mr. Toad, Uncle Rick, Mr. 12 and 12, Cassie, Pirate Fair, Mr. Like, Mark, Leafly Hill, Panicat, BK, Urban Reamer, Red Dragon Brothers, Journey of a Grower, Dab Hunter, JG, GMI, Leafly, Wiggly, Cam, The Can of Man, High and Type 420, PJ, the Humble Local 2.0, Nick and D, K Good Farms, Zachary G, Sayer Wolf, P.U., Eddie Alvarez, Turf Wizard, Paisley, Acres, S.103, Drewsville, MK Ultra, Chilbert, Brandon Harris, 710 Counting Sewer, Fino Fisherman, man, it's not already popped in. Hopefully you do more often. Kemp Knight, Cottonmouth, Roll Icy Cold, Surly Moss, Donkey Kong, or DK. We sell that. Driving Miss Hazy, Herb Conscious, Woody J, Roy Dugan, Meyer, Wana King, Ganja, Ninja, How What You Got, Justin Goudini. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Big Blazer, 80, Ryan Kowalski, Marcus Green Thumb, 420 Ben, Anova, Weed, Monster Grow, The Quiet One, Who Be Growing Doobies, The Fire Department, 420, Colts Mountains. Man, I wish I knew what I wrote right there. Bowman Farmer. And hopefully they come back there. Danny Sp Dan, Danny Spout. Bang from Green 
grades green group ggd fang i'm sorry hot mouth i'm tired much respect to you my friend the good folks at the coffee pot thank you for your time c4 cuts biosynthetic and a bunch of names i got over there i need to put on the list but last but not least we just 207 thank you all you guys that have contributed hung out in chat come on told me your stories all that shit growing the plant just for growing the plant thank all you guys for fighting the fight using the plant hanging out blah, blah. With that being said if this is the end of your day your journey please get some rest this is the beginning of your day your journey Please take time out for a little bit of self-love, a little bit of meditation along the lines of what I am hoping is a most wonderful day for you. Please take time out to do something nice for somebody. Brandon Max kindness saves lives. I'm not afraid to say that somebody, people, circumstances have been helped out once or twice. And I'm not afraid to return with anybody. With that being said, have a wonderful day. I will see you tonight. I'm coming in at 11.30. No scheduled guests. I reached out. Hopefully I get an answer. I got to get on it. I got to get on it with the move and everything coming up. I'm a little scatterbrained with uh, scheduling. So bear with me. No time soon. We'll be together. I love you guys. Have a good day. I am money. They said you can smoke in here.